Hey, March. Tell me this ain't the most player shit ever. To my OG man. Somehow it just never seems to come to I've been playing this shit for like three. Smooth. I've been playing this shit for like three weeks. You know it's smooth when they start out with the talking. Hey man, look. I gotta prep you for these words, for these lyrics. Views. I'm back, damn it. This big car music. You gotta drive a big car to this type of music. On the dates. Yeah, boy. This, woo! It's Valentine's Day again. talking man we was having a uh we was having a conversation and he was like you know what i mean you know who the who the, the smoothest and uh who the smoothest in r&b and i'm like you know um i think babyface is before he started talking and um <laughs> he said well who you think he got it from and he hit me with this joint right here man who is Shout that out, uh, his name uh o'brien oh you don't know o'brien <laughs> No, I don't. Might have been before my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they say him and him and Don. No, they say him and Don was. You know what I mean? Him and Don was. You know what I'm saying? So Don, was who? No, Don, Don, <laughs> Cornelius. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. They said that. You know what I'm saying? They I was had like, a, a romance. Yeah, they, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so was that yeah. on the BT thing? Was that on? The I don't know, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Shout out to them, man. Um. Yeah, <laughs> there's just like there's certain facts that you know we could do without knowing. Like, yeah, that was to know one of them. Well, no, I guess it's it's kind of like well, I, I ain't shocking. Man. It's shit, like right. in the world for that yeah. one. <laughs> shit, he was spitting. But Don hey, was I'm not. Just, but he was not attractive. Like Don, they had the deep voice and shit. Nah, blue. Like he was like he, he spoke little, like uh like blue from the Temptations. His little curl was never quite right. I never thought I'd see the day you'd be countering her saying Don Cornelius is not attractive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, the, the ladies like the, the nice deep voice. So, you know. Yeah, back then, yeah. Yeah, back then, you're right. That's because I was talking on the phone was a big thing back in the day. Yeah. I feel like that shit like, don't carry over on text. Like Barry White Ooh. would get no play without the deep voice. Yeah, I like, like the ponytail? Nah. He got, the, he got play with the voice? Yeah, you know women still like yeah they like that's this. crazy. I yeah. Don Cornelius was dope. You're bugging this this afro. <laughs> you know you saw you talking about with the curl. Like, yeah, you go back. I'm googling right now. Like 1964, yeah. Don Cornelius. I'm sure you know brothers out there was like, hey man, you know Don kind of straight for a stroke. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Wow. 
That's yeah, a that's wild, a wild take. take. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you know what I'm saying? It be like that, man. You know, shout out to, you know, shit. Shout out to everybody, hey. man. Shit, get it Everybody got to love somebody. Uh, <laughs> peace, y'all. This is the Views on the 7 podcast, man. I know it's been a minute, man. I miss, you know what I mean? I miss y'all too, man. Me and wifey been out, man. It's been, uh, oh, man, it's been a hell of a two weeks. But, uh, you Boy. know, we here. Um, wifey? Yeah. Much easy? Yes. Hey man, well, you know we got you got you know we got my main man up in here, man. Uh, you know I always give it up, man, when people try to uh, you know, ask me for game and shit. Now I gotta go back to who gave it to me. Uh, you know what I mean. But uh, I got man, I got the big dog up in here, man. I'm I don't know. Uh, we ain't had no updates in a minute, so I'm going ahead and uh, I'm gonna let him get a get the rap sheet. You know, this is a busy man right here. <laughs> what up, Kel Dansby? Back in here. I guess I'm Ivan today. This is like where Ivan sits. Yeah. So I didn't come prepared. I would have came like with yeah. Ivan. I would have came with like a, a cut off t-shirt, like a, a jersey on. Yeah. UNLV Short jersey. Song. Shorts. <laughs> Some Ripperway. Uh, yeah. Repping North Town. <laughs> Even like the real yeah. North Town. You ain't got like, the gut know. though, man. Shout out to the NBA. Young nah, nah. Man. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to hit the gym a little like you and wifey. Hey, so. man. I'll be, hey, man. We've been through. trying, man. Hey, man. We finally got the eating on the country. You know, she got... She got the eating under control, you know what I mean? I I take care of the gym portion, man, and we've been on it for a good, but we almost a week. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yo, the first the week's the hardest, yeah. yo. First, first week's the hardest. Yeah. Fuck. But yeah, man, get the people your rap sheet, man. What's been going on? And yeah, you know, I don't I don't do much, man. I'm I'm, I'm low key. I ain't, I ain't a big deal. Yeah, um, right. but nah, <laughs> yeah, you guys can follow me everywhere at Kel Dansby, K E L D A N S B Y. Uh, during the day, I work for ESPN holding it down, doing social media for boxing, MMA. And then I have a podcast, Eight Years Strong, the corner podcast, myself, Andreas Hale, from Sporting News, previously BET, Grammys, all that good stuff, where we talk combat sports. It's a different show every week, boxing, MMA, then pro wrestling. But we throw other stuff in there. Yeah. He has a huge, huge hip-hop background. I grew up in music my entire life, so we throw that in. And it's always entertaining. So, yeah, you guys can check us out there. But I always have fun coming on the show. And you yeah. come through, you've been yep. to the studio, we record out of the wind. It's dope. So the movement's definitely doing all right right now. But, you know, y'all big time here. In the, you know, yeah, man, every time I see in. you, I be like, yo, <laughs> yeah, you know you run the city. Nah, so I came through. I saw you at the event. Um, yeah. I saw you. I saw wifey. I saw your girlfriend, which was that pole. That he was caressing all night <laughs> <laughs> on stage. Oh, I'm like, damn, what, what bro? Oh, like, why y'all invite him here? I ain't know what he was about to say. Nah, like, yo, he had an intimate relationship with an inanimate object on stage all night. Wifey was having a blast to the side. You didn't even pay no attention. I was like, yo, what's the score? No clue what the score was. Is it him in some type of large object yeah. that he was caressing yeah I, you know what i mean I, and man shout out man shout out to everybody man who came to uh you know our anniversary man shout out to everybody um you know what i mean that came you know for the ox battle man i had a great fucking time i was low dead i didn't know what the fuck was going on i found me a spot i found me an object and I was rolling, man. You know, I told I I told uh I told Skinny man, I said, uh, man, I was so drunk, bro. When they called my name, I knew I was getting smoked. <laughs> I knew I was in trouble. There was no way I was winning my round. I was too I was too fucked up, man. I was too fucked up. But I man, I enjoyed myself, man. And it was great to, you know, it, it was great to see, you know, the you know the fruits of your labor, man. It's been a it's been a grind, man. Yeah. And uh, I, I want to I want to shout out to I want to shout you out too. 
Um, because uh, previously, before before Macho joined us, man, you know, we was able to come through uh, and chop it up on the corner. You know what I mean? Give us uh, bring some of our wild shit over there. But it was a it was a great look because you know normally, uh, you know, we get caught up in you know repetitious. You know what I mean? This is like repetition. You know, you get caught, you get so caught up in it. It's like, man, I'm doing the same shit over and over and over. But it was great to, uh, to you know, bring the crew there and see, like, oh, man, it's a whole nother level. You know what I mean? It's a whole nother level to this joint, man. Um, man, so shout out to you, man. Shout out to Andres, man. Uh, you know, uh, what's been going on, man? I, Chilling, y'all. Just, just working, listening to y'all. Shout out to Macho. I, I know we haven't met until just now, but... Coming onto the show, being like that new voice on the show, yeah. it's always like different when someone's at it. I've been listening for so long, yeah. but mm-hmm. you just fit so well, and you're like professionally funny, like in, in your day job and here. But it's crazy listening to you on a pod because you're just naturally funny. You don't even think you're naturally funny. I do. You be like, <laughs> you be like so like calm with it, and it's so easy. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, nah, this motherfucker really funny. Like I, I see it, like I get it. So um thank you, brother. Appreciate yeah, yeah. I've been waiting a second like to meet you and be like, yo, nah, you you're really dope. And uh like I said, can't wait. I haven't had a chance yet, but I know you dropped the comedy special. I wanna check that out and support. So I wanna say that first Homecoming and foremost. Shout out, man. Yeah. Appreciate shout that. Out. Yeah, yeah. Comedianmacho.com for those <laughs> wanna be like my brother right here. Uh what uh man, it's uh I don't know what the fuck, man. I I was thinking today, man. You know I me mean? when I was on the, you know, on the field. Uh, like, damn, man, am I still living in Las Vegas, bro? Like, this weather is weird. It's snowing today. I don't know yeah. what the fuck's going on, man. It was snowing on the east side. <laughs> you know it's bad when it's snowing on the east side. On the east side, don't get nothing. Damn, I ain't been in the east side in like five years, so I I couldn't tell you. Yeah, don't get nothing. No snow, no rain, no nothing. Just dirt. <laughs> and tumbleweed, but I was like, "Damn, man, it's it's getting weird, man." Uh, but all in all, man, I don't even. It's like I'm getting to the point, man, where I don't even recognize the city no more, man. It's getting a little crazy out here, man. It's it's changing, Bam, it's changing. Seven seas is gone. Once seven seas was seven gone, seas it ain't gone. the city. Ain't the city. Craig ain't got no desert no more. Where do people step at? I'm really wondering this. Where do grown folks step at now? Uh, I think I seen a, a flyer in the barbershop. I think they was at like Sam's Town or some shit. Uh, they oh, they be right. at a... I don't know how to step, though. I don't know how to step, man. I he ain't old to... enough to step. I don't know Motor how to step. Station. I don't know how to line Ooh. dance. I don't do none of that shit. I don't know dreams and nightmares. Me neither, bro. Me when either. it came it's on, like... I walked over and I said, hey, I don't know this shit either, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's but like... I'm, getting, I'm getting great at faking it. Yeah. I was, watching, I was watching you, too. Yeah. I just don't even Wifey, try. Like, I don't know. I don't even try. He just know when to do this. Look. <laughs> like, you know when the beat is going to drop, and then that's it. Oh, that's it. Like, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's everybody else. See, I don't even you know, know that. I don't even know, know that. I know all. I know. I know. Hold up. Wait a minute. And... But that, but the, the beginning part where it's kind of like, he, like Loki acapella. Yes. That's damn shame. But I don't you know, know the all first the future songs. I used to dream of nights <laughs> like this to shine like this on my wrist and bitch it gliss. I don't know. Like I can't even fake it. Yeah, but hey, in the I club, can't even though. fake it. I was just kind of like, because I was in the crowd when it came on at the party and I'm kind of like, <laughs> I was looking for you too. <laughs> 
I should have went. Like straight you are not time. alone. Hey, exactly. hey, I see <laughs> some. I, I don't know. I see somebody and I was so drunk and I was like, I don't know it either. Shit. Hey man, shit. I was like, hey, I don't know this motherfucker either. I ain't alone in this motherfucker, man. <laughs> but uh, what's any updates, man? What's been going on with the pod, man? What's going on with you, man? Any uh? Yeah, man, we're we're chilling. It's a busy time for us. We have a lot going on for like wrestling people, which I'm not sure there's a ton that listen to the show, but WrestleMania is coming up. Yeah. So we're all going to LA. Um, we're attending Wale Mania. There's some stuff going on around that that we have planned. We're trying to do a brunch like on Friday. We got a ton of independent wrestling shows to go to and then interviewing a ton of WWE wrestlers and everything. Yeah. Some coming through the studio. WWE's out here the week before. So just making those connections, talking to a lot of people. We've had Bianca Belair on, who's like one of the dopest black yeah. wrestlers in the world. But there's so many other ones that want to come on the show. And that's one of our biggest things is like, we love the sport of wrestling and the sports entertainment and everything. But we try to showcase successful, positive black people mm -hmm. in all spaces. Yes. And it's some things like we remember as casual wrestling fans, the Stone Colds, yeah. you know, the, the Macho Man yeah. Very uh, white. Yeah, the Ric Flairs. We remember all this, but we're now trying to make sure that the, the black athletes, and for so long it wasn't cool to black people. Like, yo, yeah. wrestling ain't cool. What? But now we see LeBron win the championship. He got the Undertaker shirt on. Yeah. Wale does this every Shout every, out to Wale, man. All he kind of fell off the grid. I don't know where. I mean, he drops new music like every two or three years. Yeah, right? like, WrestleMania. Yeah, the new, new album should be coming out. But Westside Gun is always at every wrestling show. Yeah. It's so intermingled and tied in now. Cardi B is always like shouting out wrestling and all this. Like it's ingrained in the culture, and people don't know that black people make shit cool. Yeah. So uh, the reason why the Attitude Era and Stone Cold and The Rock and all these people were cool isn't just because the normal white fans went out and supported. Those yeah. people always supported. Like black people, young people make that shit mainstream, and that's what happened in the nineties. Yeah. It became part of the culture. Like. Sneakers ain't shit. Sneakers been around forever. Yeah. They put Jordan on it. They put Converse on black athletes. Black people made shit cool. Yeah. And now sneakers, you got to hit a raffle and people are tight that they can't right. buy nothing. Yeah. Black people made that cool. And the same thing with pro wrestling. So there's so many wrestlers and, and the way The Rock talk, all those promos and shit, like he wasn't talking like, like white people. He was talking like black people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like what white people go into their work and flip off their boss. I know black people that do. So, like, Stone Cold wasn't, like, you know, he wasn't the norm. He was an average person. So that's what made that dope. And there's so many of those wrestlers still. And, and black people get into just be black people and celebrate that, that we want to highlight that. So these yeah. are a big couple of, of weeks coming up for us to make sure we get that black talent on and, and just showcase, like, yo, we, we are all in this together. We are making wrestling cool again. Yeah. Before yeah. someone else co-ops this shit yeah. and said they did it. Yeah. There's a boom in wrestling again. We we made this cool. Like, no, you didn't make this cool. Like, rappers are on this shit every day. Rick Ross is on AEW with my boy Swerve. Like, this is, we're making this cool again. We're making this mainstream. So, yeah. just trying to get that identity going. And it starts by getting out there. So, we'll be in LA for WrestleMania, making our presence heard. And the other black wrestling podcasts, there's a ton of them um, that are really dope. We're all going to link up and, and make sure that we have the best parties. We have the, the best events. We turn up to independent wrestling and make that shit dope yeah. and make that a party. 
So that that's something that's like really big. There's great LGBTQ um, representation in wrestling that a lot of people don't know about. So we go out, we support those shows and all that stuff. So we're really trying to make that that weekend mean something to our culture. Yeah. And lesser represented cultures. So that really, we're full steam ahead on that. We're five weeks away. Shout out okay. to, uh, you know, I want to shout out to TikTok, man. You know, I think I underestimated how great, like, Ric Flair was at promos. Oh, he's one of the great. I think I post one of his promos, like, once a week. <laughs> Easily once a week. Oh, man, they're fucking great. Him and, uh, fuck, what's his name? The big guy, kind of big. Come in there, baby. Dusty Rose. Hey, man, yeah. them two. He talked like he dream. made amazing sweet tea. <laughs> hey, man, hey, hey, them two right there. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think I, I gave them the, 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 the right respect, man. But I've been, um, you know, I'll be going through rabbit holes sometimes, man, late at night. Sometimes I get a lot of my ideas. I get a lot of my ideas from wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of my takes, a lot of my ideas. You know who I've been watching lately? Disco Inferno. Oh, shit. And Val Venus. Yo, Disco Inferno's from here. He got a school on Tropicana and Easton, a wrestling school. No shit. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So he still coaches him, D'Lo Brown, Godfather. Uh, they all coach out of that school. It's, wow. It's one of the best like wrestling schools on the West Coast. Oh, that's dope. But yeah, they got a school out here. So he's still around. Damn, that's look how that works, dope. man. That's crazy. That's yeah, dope. so not, nah, but pro wrestling, people don't understand like a lot of the shit you see, a lot of promotional aspects. A lot of that comes from people who watch pro wrestling, being able to cut a promo, that cadence, the way that you speak, letting the crowd kind of air out and play towards you, playing towards the crowd. Yeah. As much like stand-up comedy. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's intertwined in those two things and they, they lend each other to each other so much. Like I remember they exchange energy. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. I, I remember hearing a story about Gorgeous George, who a lot of people took Ric Flair learned a lot from Gorgeous George and Hulk Hogan took a lot from him. And Ali took a ton from Gorgeous George. And Gorgeous George talking about how George Carlin and him would just sit and talk and cut promos back and forth. Carlin would tell him his comedy. Gorgeous George would tell him his wrestling promo. And they'd practice with each other. Damn. And you can tell, like, getting up in front of a stage of people as a comic, getting up live wrestling in front of a crowd, it's so similar. And, and they have that same energy because, really, you, you can have everything scripted. You can have everything written out. It don't mean shit if the crowd don't react mm, how exactly. you think they're going to react. Exactly. So it, it's so much improv that goes into that. And, okay, how do you have to turn it? And you can use the same script, but you got to say something differently. Or you got to pause for four more seconds and let this breathe because yeah. you know they're going to boo you. Or you thought they're going to boo you, but what if they cheer? So now you got to be like, shut up, you idiots. And then you got to keep going with your script. So, like, the same thing with comedy. Like, if, if something hit, and people be like, oh, and you'd be like, don't feel bad for me. I ain't up here for no sympathy. And then you hit your joke again because you're playing off of the call and response. Because mm -hmm. they may, you may tell a joke and be like, that's why I left my girl because she her cheating ass. And instead of them booing her or laughing, they go, oh, you're like, I ain't up here for your sympathy. <laughs> Hell with y'all. Y'all cheaters too. Yeah. And then boom, you back in your joke. Yeah. So it's that same thing with wrestling and comedy. So they kind of go hand in hand. So people don't understand so many aspects of music, of television. A lot is taken from st stage shows, which that's all pro wrestling is. It's a carny business. It was in a carnival. 
to stage shows. Same thing like stand-up comedy. They were opening acts to musicians. Like, it, it's just a stage show. You went out there and you entertained people, and it wasn't the main act of anything. Yeah. So you had to work harder. So a lot of that stuff really still comes from those businesses. So, Damn. That was fucking great. Man. Yeah, that was a gym. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. With, with, uh, with, you know, the way the city changing and, um, you know, it, the sports are coming here now. Hey, yeah. how does the the pod continue to um, evolve in that space? I, I Again, I don't think we're in the lane of anyone else. Like, y'all aren't in the lane of anyone else, right? Yeah. I, I think when you have longevity, when you have something that's solid, when you, when you can find your voice, that's my, my biggest thing. Whenever you find your voice, you stop worrying about anything else or everyone else. It takes a long time to find your voice on this microphone. Yes, so once you find your voice, you can do this show, you can do another pod, you can do on air, you can do whatever. That voice travels with you. You're comfortable. You know how you speak. You know you're hitting your points. Yeah. All that stuff. You you good. So when a, more sports come in or anything, no one's gonna sound like me. I got my voice. I understand what this is. Now we can collaborate. We can be. I love it. Yeah. Keep moving stuff in. I want to be on every show. Like, I talk everything. Like, let's get it. Yeah. The more shows, the merrier. Because I'm eight years deep. You're not taking me out of my spot. If I stop this, because I want to stop this. Yeah. Right. So I, I'm not worrying about anyone else. And that's a big city mentality. I, I think that's the biggest thing when you're saying, like, Vegas is changing. Yeah. People are so scared because Vegas for so long was a small city mentality. It was, this is our city. It was always, oh, transplants come here. But it's our city. Yeah. It's the historic West Side. Yo, what's the West Side? Every, everyone had little secrets or inside jokes or anything about Vegas. That's not going to happen anymore. It's like New York. Like, you have your little areas, little Italy, Chinatown, Harlem. But New York City is so big. And this is the first taste Vegas is getting of that. So some people do feel threatened. Like, yo, what we had in here. No, nah, it's always going to be here. Yeah. You always got your community. Those jokes will reign forever. Everyone knows Mojave smells like shit, yeah. right? Like if you just if you just move here, maybe you don't. But that inside joke always gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. You know, we always know. Like, uh, do I really want to go to Doolittle right now? Like, I really don't need to be around Doolittle after nine o'clock. And they could they could put up new basketball rims and shit if they want. You ain't gonna catch my ass out yeah. there after dark. So like, and but the areas change. But like all those inside jokes, all that like little stuff that you carry on from middle school, high school. All that stuff that'll always still be there, even though other people build around you and yeah. more sports come and the city's gonna get bigger, rent's gonna go up, all this stuff. But you know, make it take advantage of it. Make use that, make some more dough. Yo, that's Macho, that's more people coming to your shows. Damn right. Like, so so now it's like, yo, dough, we're you gonna make more dough off of that and then we're gonna flip that money and make sure we get more shows. Y'all are gonna have more live events. Yeah. And those events will get bigger because you need more spaces to fill and all that stuff. So it's like everything will even out if you just do what you're supposed to do. So that that mindset of like, yo, the city's changing. Like, I love big cities. Like, I, I'm built for that. I came from that. Like, I grew up in New York. Like, I'm not scared of that competition. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to thrive in that. That's more people to help me to hear my voice, to do everything. Like, I'm just going to stand out like I am now above all of that. So I, I love the changes to the city. Bring every team here. Can't wait for baseball to come here. It's, A's come here tomorrow so I can see my Yankees once a year. Like <laughs> let's let's do this. Like yeah. I, I need every 
sport to come here. The sports are thriving. I'm covering WNBA in a couple months. Their all-star game is here again, two years in a row. They got a super team. Like, yeah, Vegas is a normal-ass sports city now. So it's one of those things where a lot of people do complain, but it's, they're, they're just weary of, of that competition. Like, fam, no one's taking your job. And uh, it reminds me of, like, the MAGA people who are like, yo, build the wall. Yeah. Like, the Mexicans are coming. They're taking all our jobs. Like, fam, if you grew up in America and you got free schooling and you go through 12 years, if you graduated high school, and you go past that, you decide not to go to college, you work construction, and someone who doesn't know English, didn't go to school, can jump a border to your country and take your job, that's your motherfucking fault. Mm. So if you've been in this Vegas city and you've been here from the jump and you networked and you know everyone here and you know the spots and you were doing everything you're supposed to do and someone could move here tomorrow from Cali and take your job, that's your motherfucking fault. You should have been doing something. Mm. I hear the New York all in. <laughs> I hear it. Straight New York, Shane. Y'all got anything? Shit. Yeah, I just asked, I wanted to ask you, like, how long have you been a pro wrestling fan? Yeah. Uh, not all my life. Like, my grandma had the legal cable box, like, when we were growing up. Sure. The shit with the switch in the back. Mm. And uh, so everyone would come to my crib to watch all the wrestling pay-per-views and boxing pay-per-views. Gotcha. So now that I do boxing for ESPN, a lot of that's because of her. Because we were the house that had all the pay-per-views, that we saw all the fights. We had the Tysons, the Holyfields. Um, we're, my grandma's Puerto Rican. I'm Puerto Rican. So, like, we had Miguel Cotto. We had, before that, Hector Camacho. We had all that shit. Like, our crib was that. The De La Hoya fights with the Mexican fans, all that. Like, we were that house. So, I grew up in combat sports, in boxing, in pro wrestling. So, it was always, like ingrained in me. I watched like WrestleMania 3 at the crib and I remember that. Um, what was the headline in the event? Who was the, uh, she had Hulk Hogan, King Kong Bundy, Blue Steel Cage. I missed the Blue Steel Cage. But the old school like Blue Steel Cage and shit. So um, yeah, I remember like that that being at the crib and that it's always been in me. So you go to high school and be like, yo, that shit ain't cool no more. Or like you don't tell people like, yeah, I don't watch that. Like John Cena's whack. Like people hated John Cena and shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like it was really on the hush, but as I grew up, as I got into media and I met like a lot of my media friends and they're like, nah, I like pro wrestling or yo, I do. Yo, you know, wrestling's still going. Yo, that's so hot. Yo, what's this indie wrestling shit? And then indie wrestling is what really got people back in because no different than like independent music or Ooh. SoundCloud music or whatever it is for your genre, mixtape music from when I grew up. Yeah. Like nice. you, you hear that shit. You'd be like, Ooh, now this is what I like. And it's. Naturally, those people blow up and they'll get signed. You'll kind of follow them, but you'll be like, nah, this, this is my shit. Mm -hmm. So WWE ended up signing all those independent guys or the people from Japan and all this shit. And it was like, okay, now that's still ours. Like, we still like independent wrestling, but it's dope to see those wrestlers, like, grow and, and be major and go to WWE. It's like, again, our little secret. So I think that's when more minorities got back into it because that shit was still – WWE got wildly expensive. All these companies got crazy dough. Independent shows are $20. They go to like all these small cities. FSW comes here this weekend. Um, GCW comes here. So there's a bunch of like little shows where you go and be like, yo, that person looks like me. Like, GCW, is that Gangsta Crip Wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> yo, you'd be surprised. Shout out to my boy AJ Gray who comes out to Waka Flocka and that shit goes nuts. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you never seen this many white people in your life rap Waka Flocka word for fucking word when he comes out. So, like, uh, but they do death matches and shit with, like, light tubes and 
put people through doors and barbed wire and pizza cutters to the it's grill. Like that like, backyard shit they used to. Yeah, but it's it's real. Like that's a real culture. Like people love Mick Foley and Mankind and all yeah, this. That's wow, where he yeah. came from. Like they they're still doing that. So wow. when you get like introduced that, you go to a show. It's like going to local comedy act or local hip hop. Yeah. You're like, yo, that shit's dope. It's raw. And then you see these people, and occasionally some of them get signed. But those those shows are really what what craft the culture, and that shit brought wrestling all the way back from like 2010 to to now. So now that it's it's cool to say it, and people are like kids nowadays are into vintage shit, so they grab like the vintage wrestling shirts or whatever comes around and be like, yeah, nah, like we live that, right. and and yeah. it's cool to to make it cool. And I, I think we see that now with the internet and TikTok and everything. You can make whatever you want cool. There's a group for you everywhere. Like, my kids are all in high school and shit. Uh, my son, I guess, in middle school. But everyone else is high school and up. And, like, people aren't getting bullied. Like, yo, you like anime? There's a crew over there that likes anime. Yeah. yeah. Like, yo, you want to dress like a goth? Fuck it. There's a crew of goths over there. Do your thing. You want to dress like a comic book character and wear fuzzy ears every day? Yeah. And crazy cat eye makeup? Yes. You got some friends over there. So, like, people don't... Anything could be cool nowadays. This shit ain't when we grew up. Man, look. So here, now boy. you could do you could do whatever Ooh. you want. The world, the world is endless. And for so long, I listened to Childish Gambino interview where he like praised Jaden Smith. He was like, "Yo, I wish I could be Jaden Smith." People were like, "What?" It's like that kid has no box. Mm-hmm. He could do whatever he wants. He has no fear of failure. He could wear a dress tomorrow. He could do this tomorrow. He could kiss a man. He could kiss a woman. He could do whatever he wants. He's not gonna fail. He has zero fear in this world. I fear some things. <laughs> I don't want to wear no dress again. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't want to kiss a man. Uh, I wear nah, a kilt. I wear. I, <laughs> nah, I don't. I wear a kilt like Roddy Roddy, Roddy Piper. I was. Uh, <laughs> but shout out to him though for, yeah, that, for having that sense of freedom. Yeah, but yeah. all our kids have that shit now. People be like, "Your kids are spoiled." Our kids aren't spoiled. They just don't fear shit. Yeah. They go to the park. They don't know people shooting. Yeah. Like Oblivious. we fear. Yeah, we fear stuff for our kids. We grew up in that. Yeah. Our kids don't know none of that. They have zero fear. Zero. They they go home play video games all day. Like, Yo, oh yeah, I'm just talking to my friend. Go outside, meet somebody. Do what? Their whole life is in front of them. Yeah. We had to do that. They they have zero fear. They have endless possibilities. They they live like there's a tomorrow. We lived like there was no tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. And all our friends lived in our neighborhood. Right. That's yeah. <laughs> like, all our friends lived in our neighborhood. Man. Yeah. Hey, Kel, what's your thought on? Have y'all been seeing the videos of the, the dudes slapping the shit out of each other? Yeah. Yeah, I posted. Kind of cover that? Occasionally. Okay. Not not much. What I, are I your tried. Thoughts on but, it? Um, so I've I've known about slap leagues for a while. Slap oh, this ain't you. This ain't new. Nah. This I've been shit, seeing them for this a while. shit happens in Russia. So it came from Russia. So they do it in Russia. And I've known about it for a while. And I try to like on my work account, um, on my ESPN work account. I post it every now and then. It does like good engagement. So Dana White saw this shit. I was like, yo, I'm bringing it here. And he kind of messed up the game. Like, it's gentrifying a sport that you don't know shit about. He's, he's the colonizer, right? <laughs> like, this is. He saw the money. Yeah, that's, it's like fucking Wakanda, right? Like, he, he's trying to colonize. Yeah. So he saw what they were doing and brought it here, and he kind of fucked up the game. He doesn't know what, what is happening there. But there's a real appetite for this. So. Um, the week before he launched, I post, posted one video on TikTok from Russia. Yeah. It's the highest viewed TikTok in ESPN history out of any account. Jesus. I posted it to my niche account. It has 141 million views on TikTok right now. Jeez. 
one video. You want to share my homecoming promo? <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. like 141 million views yeah. for a slap fight video. And then the next week, Dana White came out and they're like, oh, we can't post any more of this. I was like, I ain't that so shit. But at least like, I got yeah. one banger out of it. They be slapping yeah. shit. Fuck out of you. The problem yeah. with his shit is that you got to put your hands behind your back. They give you like a rope and you hold the rope behind your back. Kind of like handcuffs, which is very fucking weird. to me. So you got to hold the rope behind your back the entire time. Get slapped. And then when you get knocked out, eventually, yeah. there's like two refs behind you that are charged with diving to make sure you don't fuck up your head on the ground. In Russia, that's not the case. They treat it like arm wrestling. So they give you like a, a table yeah. with a two by four on it. And you hold the two by four with your hands. So when you get slapped, you can balance yourself. Okay. And you can brace and kind of tilt your head back and get your equilibrium. And you kind of, it's like boxing. You roll with the punches. So you go like this, and boom, you slap. If you do get knocked out, Usually your hands are still, like when you clinch a steering wheel, when you get in a crash, you clinch the two by four. So if you're falling, you're, you're falling kind of with your ass out and your head down. You're, you're not going to get a head injury. Yeah. You're falling on your ass first. Maybe your head hits the table. Worst case scenario. But like usually you just, your this legs. sounds really awful. Your legs are planted. Your <laughs> ass hits the floor. They be slapping I've the seen shit it. out of each other. Dana White shit, like, you fall back. Like, it's instant concussion. Like you, oh, imagine man. falling. You're like, nah, you can't brace yourself with your hands. Like, what the fuck you I mean? Know, I didn't know what that thing was because I saw the one homie get smacked and knocked out and he had it. I'm like, what is he doing? Like, what is yeah. it for? I had no Nothing. Clue. Like, what's they're the, trying to make it more, ex, more what's extreme. The, what's the nine-week preparation for that? Oh, I don't know. Like, you got to go cheat Argue on your wife your every wife. day. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> got to cheat on your wife every day and just get slapped. Shit. <laughs> just come home and just have her slap the shit out of you. I don't, I don't even know. And the worst part with Dana White's thing, people reported, like, they're on two and twos. So it's 2K to show, 2K to win. And it's like, fam, what am I getting slapped for? For 4K? That's uh, crazy. But if I lose 2000 yeah, you ain't slapping me for $2,000. <laughs> like, I could get a normal fucking job and make $2,000. Yeah. You think you could do it? For 2000 No. Like, if, if I'm getting paid, like, you could probably slap me for, like, 25 Because I think I got a good job. Like, 25 <laughs> I can take. 50, yeah. I'm getting knocked out in front of everybody. I'm going to fuck. Right. Y'all just going to talk about me. But 25 for one? Okay. How many rounds is Nine it? Nine rounds. Nine Jesus rounds Christ. Slaps? Oh, no. Nine slaps? Oh, no. I'm worried about <laughs> dementia at that point. Like, right. Shit. Not for two Hell Gs. Hell no. Nah. I better be able to vacay for a week. And like Sandro Pay or you send me a fucking yeah. Fiji. You ain't going to enjoy it because you ain't going to know you there. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't going to smack your ass. When I, when I wake up, I better go somewhere real fucking nice with yeah. this money. Not with I think, I think one out. time in history. I got my jaw tested. I was like, you know what? I'm all right. <laughs> Have you ever been knocked out, though, like in a fight? No. I've never been knocked out, but I have had the wind knocked out of me. But it was more, yeah. of, a, it was more of a blindside hit. It wasn't like a, uh, a punch. It was like I was saying something I wasn't supposed to say. And dude just came, kind of like tackled me. Blindside. Okay. Took the air out of me. Fucked up. <laughs> that's, that's not bad. You need better takedown defense, but that ain't bad. <laughs> no, it came out. Of, it came out of nowhere. I mean, I didn't see it. Okay. Bow with his shoulder, and I just flew. It was a big ass dude. Yeah, I've never been knocked out either. I've been punched in the ear before, and my shit was ringing, and that was like the worst. That was. That's that was I like boxing. Yeah. Stupid street shit. So like, I moved to Vegas, and I don't know what the fuck it is with California people, uh -huh. but they love like doing stupid hey. shit. So like, I had done like I, I slap box before, right? Like we young, we slap box. Like cool, I'll slap box somebody. 
why did everybody own boxing gloves? Like what? Everybody on the West Coast, everybody, daddy or uncle, own boxing gloves. <laughs> yeah. Go over their fucking house yeah. and make you put the gloves on. That's what you do, up. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I had to put the boxing gloves on and chill with my cousin. We squirt. Bye, he don't got no hands. Yeah, he got a one-hitter quitter, but he got no hands. So I'm tagging him, and he fucking heavy-handed hit me right in the side of the ear. Yeah. And I take the gloves off. I'm mad. I really want to fight. My whole shit, I thought it was deaf. Yeah, see, I, li- I li- you know what I mean? I lived in the projects, man, and I, I grew up in an era where, you know, I couldn't come in the house mad at nobody. You know what I mean? Like Y'all mom, have boxing gloves, too? Mom and pops take you right to wherever the source is at. <laughs> Y'all get this out, shake it up, and that'd be the end of that. Um, but West Coast people love fighting. Yeah, now you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm too old now, man. You know what I mean I'm looking at niggas' ears and shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. you gonna bite them? Nah, no, I see uh, that cauliflower. That cow- yeah, I'm gonna go this uh, way. I'm gonna go this you way. got it. You got it. Respect, fam. Hey, hey you got it. I nope. It turned me into no pretzel in front of my family. Nah, by no means. <laughs> if if your stance is too good, like if we if we about to fight and you don't square up, but you take a low stance. Like wrestling stance yeah. to put your hands out, it's done. You got this. Cool. You ain't you ain't no shooting. Mechanism. Yeah, you ain't gonna shoot for a takedown and wrap me up in some jujitsu ass yeah. arm triangle pretzel and have me tapping like a fucking you idiot covering, on the street. Uh, you covering uh you covering Jake Paul this this yeah this right? Sunday, yes sir. Is he good or bad for the sport right now? He knock every one of us in here out. <laughs> like what, what's your definition? Um. Is that the YouTube? You sure though? Like in general? No, yeah. Guy? You sure? He, I don't know. Man. He good. I'm not sure it, uh, but it, for the sport, you mean? Like not talent wise. For the sport? For the sport. He's great for the sport. For the art of it. Um, he doesn't disrespect it. He puts the time in. I, I think whenever someone does something, that's all you can ask. You don't, to relate it to music, I, I don't like every drill song, like some of them. But I, I don't like mumble rap shit. Like, I, I don't like that stuff. But I know the difference between Lil Baby and some of these fucking kids who just throw up anything and go viral on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Like, Lil Baby can spit. I, yeah. I know this. I yeah. know he puts in time. I, I can tell that. It might not be my cup of tea, but I know, yo, he can spit. Like, he can rhyme when he wants to. He did that Black Lives Matter shit. Like, he was bigger, spitting. The bigger, the whiter, whiter. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> like, he, like I was like, yo, he got something. He yeah. puts in the time. He's not disrespecting hip hop. Yeah, it's just not my type of hip hop. Yeah, same thing with Jake. He puts in the time. The people who just come and try to get a quick bag and do stupid shit, like that's real celebrity boxing. Like those people are whack. I don't even think you could do that anymore, because so many people, and these YouTube kids and these TikTok kids are putting in the time. People underestimate how much you can do. When you're making a bag outside of something. Mm. So they make their bag posting 15 second videos. What the fuck else they gonna do all day? Yeah. Yeah. They go to the boxing gym and put in the time. When people their age gotta work at McDonald's or you gotta do your first job. Real boxers who are 18 through 22, you got a side job, you might got a kid already. You're you're doing a lot of shit when you're scrounging to get one hour in the boxing gym, and you ain't the top fight boxing gym. You go into like wherever it can get you in on some low level boxing shit, and it's a tough road. These kids have enough money to go whatever boxing gym they want. Jake Paul built an entire boxing gym in Puerto Rico. Moved to Puerto Rico because no no taxes. Moved to Puerto Rico, built an entire boxing gym out there, and had people move to him. There's a lot you can do when you have a lot of money and make it easily. Not easily, you put work into that shit. 
but it, it's quick. You know, like it gives you a lot of free time to pursue other passions. Yeah. And his passion, a lot of these kids, they do boxing now because they don't got to worry about bills. Imagine what we did growing up. We ain't got to worry about bills. Right. Oh. Fam, you sitting on two mil in a bank account <laughs> off a sponsored post. Yeah. Yo, wear this shirt. We're going to give you 30K. What? I'm probably a pro gamer. I'm doing like stupid shit. Yeah. If I just, if my money was taken care of, they're choosing to get punched in the face. So, not none but respect to him. They're not hurting the current champions. The current champions still getting their shit off. They still got their belts. If they fought each other, they would have mega fights. Yeah. Like, boxing is hurting boxing. Jake Paul's not hurting boxing. What Give the people the fights they want. What about Mayweather? Is he hurting it right now? Oh, that motherfucker's getting a bag. He's getting a bag, but is it a good look? Who cares? He gave 20 years of a good look. Mm-hmm. If someone wants to give him 50 mil, do it. No one does this to anyone else except black people. I swear to God. In music, the Rolling Stones can tour until they're 83 years old. This Ozzy Osbourne won a Grammy two weeks ago. Damn, did he? He did. Best rock album. Ozzy out a new album. Damn, what are you about? Seven, almost Is 80? he still eating birds? 75, 80. He's been on every I'm drug forever. Posthumous album. <laughs> every drug forever. He just released an album, one best rock album, like 70 something years old. Everybody else nominated need they ass. <laughs> right. Young kids they do it. Should be by a corpse. So, so, <laughs> like, but black people are like Jay-Z too old. Yeah. yeah or this right. musician gotta stop. I don't want to hear new music from Nas. Like, oh, you don't want King's disease? Fuck what? yeah. These young kids don't give a fuck about King's disease. I'm like, what? Nah, I want Gunna. Like, I want all this, like, yo, or I don't know, Young Boy or some shit. I don't know who they listen to nowadays. Yeah, Young Boy. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So NBA Young, but like, they want them. Like, yo, so why then let, let Nas do what he does? Yeah. And that's the same thing in boxing. Like, Floyd ain't hurt nobody. He ain't stopping the 20-year-olds from getting their bag. He's just getting his. Who tells people how to retire? Mm. This is equivalent of him not releasing albums. He's just going on tour. He's touring with the hits. He ain't fucking up your bag. He ain't taking your awards. I ain't mad at that. He, he ain't. He's touring with the hits. That's it. He's touring with the hits and making his bag. He ain't fighting no real boxers. If he was taking undefeated boxers, young kids, and taking their, their O away, messing up their money, taking their belts, then it's different. It's all been exhibition. Man. That's all exhibitions. No real fights. For $50 million? $50 million <laughs> exhibition. You know what I can do with $50 million? <laughs> the, one that was in, uh, the one that was in China, his first one was what, like $9 mil for like? No, nah, he got $30 mil. For nine rounds. Was it nine rounds? Nine minutes. Nine minutes. Three rounds. Go, yeah. He let the guy stay around three rounds. Ooh. Nine minutes. Oh, three man. minutes. That is... Yeah. Three minutes. <laughs> yeah, leave that man alone. Leave him alone. Yeah, like, who cares how people phone. retire? Like, so he just never supposed to make money again. Yeah. This is what they're saying. Nah, that black man made enough. We gave him enough. We let him box. Never make money any other way. But then they want to criticize black people when they go broke in sports. Also, mm. oh, oh, Tyson went broke. Oh, look at it. He's so dumb. Holyfield went broke. Blah, blah. Okay, so Floyd don't want to go broke. They still paying him money. Mm. So why not? But they'll criticize you when you do go broke. Mm-hmm. So what what are we talking about? Yeah. What are we even So pe- people have that perception of stuff is given. And Mayweather, he's done some horrible shit occasionally in his life. But his, his perspective and what he thinks is very smart. And he never thinks anyone gave him anything. Who gave him them boots, though? Because they was a little... Oh, 
The Captain Crunch? <laughs> Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Oh, the... In the dancery? That was, the that was one of the uh, bad decisions. That the knee yeah. That was yeah. one of the bad decisions he's Shout made. Floyd, if bro. you worth a bill, you can wear whatever the fuck you want. Clearly. <laughs> whatever you Clearly. want. Whatever you want. So, what are yeah. you listening to right now, man? Oh, God. I'm listening to y'all. I listen to podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, um, musically, I listen to Sirius Radio to see what the hell the kids are listening to. Uh, I was briefly hooked on that Finesse Two Times song. Oh my God. <laughs> that's, that's my shit. Yo, that shit is yeah. great. Um, Finesse Two of. <laughs> I love that shit. Like I love, I again, as I went to college, all this shit, people hear me talk, they'll be like, oh, he's educated, blah, blah. And I am. Thank you. I speak very well. I'm a journalist. Yeah. But I love ratchet shit. I always have. And I, I was talking about this before the Finesse joint drop but i was like i said on my podcast i was like yo i miss when rappers were really talking about pimping like i never pimped a day in my life but i yeah. love but rappers talking it. about pimping <laughs> like i love like there's not enough sugar free like these young kids yeah. no really there's actually like enough of sugar free what? Ah! More than enough. <laughs> i can never have enough sugar free <laughs> You know, that's when I go back. That's when you gotta go. That's when you gotta go back, man. You gotta listen to like the whispers, man. You know what I'm saying? You gotta listen to that old school. What? I play that was some eight ball and MJG. Come on, what? the whispers was pimp. The whispers was on some pimping. Yo, all the pimping shit. I'm with. There's not enough pimping shit. So when I heard the finesse two times, I was like, oh, he spent some pimping in this. I was like, this motherfucker went to prison, came out, and started pimping. I was like, all right, like we're we're back to that. I love yeah. some of that ratchet shit. So yeah, that. But I don't listen to anything. I can't say I don't listen to anything new. But I listen to the same type of hip hop that I've always liked. So I listen to Benny, the butcher. Like I've been listening to a lot of Stove God Cooks because he was on the West Side Gun album. Yeah. I liked his album before that. Um, Stove God is really dope. But just all that in there, like Griselda's dope as a whole. Um, I, I, I like all of that style of music. The Nas yeah. joints. Don't hell them. Uh, yeah. King Disease 3 is probably my favorite King's Disease. Really? really? Yeah. That's the first. Front to back, I think it's the best one. That's nuts. Yeah, as a mister, it doesn't have skips. That's your qualification for greatness. I don't skip this has less on skips. any of those King's diseases. Ooh. Except the LaPole at the end of <laughs> composure. No. Yeah. You know, the only... The, the, this has King's less disease, skips. King's Disease 3 started off too slow for me. Ghetto reporter. But the only one that I will skip, I truly skip on King's Disease Let 3. Let me guess. WTF SMH. Damn, I'm skipping that one too, so it's two of them. It's that one, and then it's the the five heartbeat sample. Le legit? Oh, that shit's dope. That's my shit. That it drowns dope. him out. It drowns him out. I it's understand too that. Loud. So yeah, you think from a mixing standpoint. Yeah, it's too loud. It drowns him out. But that's the point. Like, when you listen to Illmatic, it was mixed like that, where a lot of the horns and the samples were above. Yes. The the vocals. That's how they used to mix. Like the vocals were tucked underneath shit back in the day. Now we're so used to, like, okay, it's just the bass and all vocals. Motherfuckers yelling at you, and then all sonically, there's nothing else to the beat. So when you have those samples and you have that stuff, yeah, it's over him a little bit. But that's what that's what Nas does so well. Like his voice is an instrument. Yeah, keep going. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> his, his voice blends into shit. Yeah. So it blends into the he's sample probably, and everything. Like he's probably, uh, he probably in the history of hip hop aged the the most gracefully. Um, talking about musically, yes. 
Yeah, I, I'd say him. I don't think don't he doesn't release it. a lot of mu music. Obviously, like, he's going to say it. But uh, KRS One aged phenomenally as a rapper. He can still run. Um, <laughs> Rakim never gets bad. I've been hearing his name so much. Self destruction. Don't do the teacher like yeah. That's nuts. Harris run. I have no. He could freestyle tomorrow. That motherfucker still got bar. Oh my! I, who would listen to it? <laughs> Apparently, don't a lot of this. people. Yeah, I've been hearing that. Everybody hearing except that, like, you. All week. Everybody except yo. KRS yeah. never gets bad. Don't don't do Jay. I know you thought I was going to Jay. Jay's phenomenal. Uh, Jay kind of lost me until. Did you just see Jay at the Grammys? I love. Did you just hear that verse six minutes straight? Once a day. Yo, Jay, Jay still got it. Whether you want to listen to an entire album, that's different, right? That's the one thing I feel like Nas don't got. What, a verse? That verse. Um, Because he's such a different rapper than the Jay-Z's, than a guy like Drake, than a guy like Lil Wayne. That's Nas is very contained and themed. He's much like Kendrick. You know how I broke it down once before, I believe, on this pod. I said, you go to Eminem for a great verse. You go to Jay-Z for a great song. You go to Nas for a great album. 100%. Why are we going to Eminem at all? Because he'll give Come you on, a don't he'll give you, verse. He'll give you, right. he'll give you. The seven I, I, different levels. Yeah, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give Wayne that if I need, if I need a verse. <laughs> if I need a guest verse, I'm going to Wayne. Um, oh, the Nicki Minaj seeing green shit. Jack Harlow, he bodies that remix. Like, if you need a verse, Wayne can give you a verse. Um, but, yeah, 100% album. Nas, he's telling a story. Every Nas album, great Nas album, because there's the bad ones. Um, conceptual. Yeah, it's one story yeah. from front to back, broken up into little pieces. Yeah. You can't do that with just, like, a banger of a song. That's why a lot of his singles, you'd be like, this is dope, but... This ain't no single. Yeah, like what the what the fuck does this mean? Like, where am I yeah. playing? But it means something in the what grand I, scheme. I mean, of well, an that's album. because you know, I mean, although it, it it's because of Jay, but that's because you know he gets this this narrative that he picks bad beats, but Ooh. then we kill him when he goes to the mainstream joint. I cannot stand any mainstream song of Nas. Not well, even he, made you look. No, I'm talking about like when he do the DJ Khaled's. Oh, oh for shit. free? I can't not, not for stand free. What it. was the joint? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. He doesn't fit Nas well. Nas album done? Y'all yeah. didn't like that song? It's all right. No. Ooh, nah, nah, nah. The only, the, I think I'm the only song that I, the, I'm not, well, I'm not a fan of feature Nas, but the only song I really liked to his that was on somebody else's shit was uh, when he when he was on Swizz album, that Echo. That shit is phenomenal. Echo, that shit was dope. That shit but, was incredible. And I hate Swiss Beats as a producer. Me too. I'm I think not it's a big super fan either. Bottom yeah, but, <laughs> but that album actually had some nice joints. Yeah, it did. Jim Jones had a very nice song on so, it. So, you know, I was I, I was going back and forth with a, a few people on, on the Twitters. What's up? Nothing. I'm laughing at our at Ivan in our chat. Yeah, he tripping. He's talking about my glossy eyes. He said, "Shader, don't give a shit about none of this." Because this is this is above my pay grade. Just so everybody know, I don't know um, nothing about Shader. Nas. We talk R and B. We talk whatever you want, Shane. It's your show. We uh, uh, don't don't so, let us get sidetracked. So it's your show. I was show. going back. You know what I'm saying? If it ain't changed, you know, Ivan don't really too, know too much about it. Um, Yo, the funniest shit is I've been listening to this show for so long. I know, and that's why whenever Spence gives like a wild hot take, I just let him pass. I just let him ride. Because I know he said it multiple times on this show. He was like, yo, I didn't start listening to rap until I was in 10th grade. So I was Come like, on, man. all your <laughs> shit is in retrospect. I get it. 
But like, I get it. Like he ain't. Grew- I was like, yo, I, you listen to a- this with with crazy yeah, running no, around North Las Vegas ears. I knew no, you in tenth grade. There's no You're a hooligan. To it. Nah, yes, it is. I got a lot. But I, so I, I had a conversation with a few people on the Twitters, man. You know what I mean about the Lauren Hill album, right? And I feel like she did what a, a majority of artists try to do. You know what I mean? I feel like a you know a lot of artists have great discographies, but they don't have a miseducation. Mm. You know what I mean? So it, it had me thinking of, do y'all know any artists, or can y'all think of any artists that started out flaming hot, but the more the albums they released, the worse their discography got? 100%. I'll let y'all go first. Uh, Miguel for me. Grant Hill. <laughs> Oh, I got to stay with music. <laughs> got the rookie of the year. No angles. That's a real um, Detroit deep cutter. That's a mystery show. I would say Juvenile, but I really liked his second Jeez, album. What? I don't know if I know any. I don't know if Juvenile got any bad ones. I liked his second and third album, but I don't think none of them were 400 degrees. So. Yeah. That was it. He, he came yeah. out the gate pinnacle, and it never got back there. I got that far? That was a good song. You made it a hot line. That's crazy. <laughs> I got uh I love juvenile. Uh it's a toss Juvie's up between uh Kendrick and Kanye to me. Damn, Kanye. I think Kendrick's best album is second album if you count section eighty. So I think Good Kid Mad City is his best album. But I think he's still they're all so high that he never took a dip. They're all really good. Mm. Independently though. I think they're all good independent. Because I think much like Lupe Fiasco, like he really make conceptual albums. Yeah. So it'd be kind of hard to compare the last one to its predecessor. To me. You yeah, know it's like saying? a roller coaster more than like a straight drop. Like yeah. you may not like this one as much as this one. But it's not falling, falling. Uh, I, uh, I mean, I said, uh, with Kendrick, I feel like Section 80 and Good Kid, Mad City were the two where the general consensus with those were. Great, right? Damn, to Pimper this other bullshit he put out, and to Pimper Butterfly, I like that's, this. That's the one time. I love. Are more preference. True. So you yeah. either love them or you just hate it. But they're not bad. Mr. Morale was terrible. No, far from it. If I it was, liked it. If it was just that first side, because it's like I had to listen side, to side. Like, hmm, I heard that on the radio. That's the only one I like. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, that album was pretty like, good. Who was your second yeah. person? Kanye. Oh. No, my dark twisted face. That shit that's is incredible. My fa- that's it's, my favorite It's album. the spike in the middle. I, yeah. I, I would agree with you if it wasn't that there. That is a weird ass album. It's a work <laughs> of Monster art. Monster wasn't like... on it. Monster was on it in, uh, what was, in Blame Game. Damn, if it was a flash fifth, we'd all be drunk. Lights. All of the lights? All the lights yeah, fire. Uh, yeah, was a the Jeezy track. For me. What yeah. Jeezy song was on, on Martin? Nah, he had he had uh, Raekwon on there. He got Rick Ross on there. Devil in the New, Devil new Dress. Yeah. Him Pusha T. I love had the that joint. album. So appalled. Come on. It was. It's a weird album. It's a very, very weird album. That shit's incredible. And I think, I, I feel like. But is weird bad? Mm. It's not it Joe Budden used to say this thing where like he he was 
talking about Nikki, right? Yeah. And people were like, sometimes they confuse Nikki's brand with her music. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my dark, twisted fantasy was like Kanye's hype. So it really stopped people from looking at this album as is because he was so huge at the time. Musically, but going I like back, it, that is a weird fucking. It's album. different. It's I love that album. That's uh, my favorite of his. Yeah, it's funny because Andres gave that five mics in the source. Um, That's nuts. He wrote the source out. The source joint on that. Recap. Oh wow! Um, but Damn. when I one of our crew, his name is Justin Ivy. He's in our wrestling group, and he says he hates that album. Absolutely. And we're like, what? He was like, that shit's a glorified DJ Khaled album. Mm. He's like, Kanye, if you listen to it, adds nothing to that album. If you say what's the best parts of that album, it's what always features? someone else. Yeah. Monster is Nikki. Nikki or Jay, whatever Raekwon. version you like. Raekwon. Rick Ross. RZA. Oh, um, Pusha T on the single. It's always Easy not Kanye. Except Power, Cri- though. <laughs> Power was all him. And that shit was hard. Oh, that beat was crazy. Okay, now power, but he took that. Power. <laughs> but, got you, didn't I? but that beat is a direct sample from a song, a house song that came out it. in the UK yeah. a year before. It's not like he sampled something in the oh, 90s. Shit. He sampled a house song from the previous year Jay-Z and did flipped the same that sample. Thing with Hannah Williams. Uh, uh, the joint the tra- on 444. 444. Yep. It had just come out. So It sounds so old, though. I looked it up. It came out a year before. A year before. So the power song, he's, even though he's rhyming on it, yeah. the best part of that is the other person's beat. It's like Eminem when he took uh, Stan from Dido. Like that shit had just come out. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't old. Yeah, that no, wasn't it was, old it was quick, yeah. but you know it's a hit and you flip it and you take it. That's all he did with that song. So I was like, yo, you know what? You might be on to something if that's your qualification. But I think the album itself is still good enough that he didn't have like a steep decline. Um, my, my couple here is... And I know people are probably going to dislike this. But in hip-hop, I think it's Snoop. That's I, fair. I think Snoop, his first was so great. And it's a classic. Steady decline. Fast. I'm, I'm going to say this, and I might be on my own, but I really love the blue carpet treatment. I do, too. But okay. it still was a decline. I don't. It's, it wasn't because, doggy style. Because he started so high. And yeah. He put 50 there, too. But because he started 100%. so high, it was like this the rest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why to me, I can't put when we when we talk about hip hop, I can't put Snoop in that influential category. He's influential. I think he's super yeah, popular. He's super I think he's super popular. I don't know if he's influential. He's influential. I, in I, what way? I don't know. Nocturnal and Nipsey. Yeah, I, I don't think you get Nipsey without Snoop, right? I, I don't think that genre when again, when it happened is how you judge influence. You have to be influential in your time. Yes. So it's hard to judge in retrospect. So okay, so I I went back and I I I went back and I did my research on that album specifically, yep. right? And I was like, damn, you know what I mean? Because we grew up in the Fifty Cent era. Yeah. And at that time, I think between that and the Marshall Mathers LP, I don't think there were two albums that even came close to being bigger than that in uh and fuck. Uh, Get Richard Dotron. Those were the two was just, those were just gigantic, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back and, and understand Nelly. how big. Nelly was, okay. Nelly was fucking big. Yeah. Luda had one in there as well. Yeah, Ludacris was big, but yeah. yeah. But so I had to go back and 
uh, I, I researched how big it was, and you know, they was like stomping on the album, and they was buying them and breaking them and shit like this. Then he comes back with Dogfather, and it was just going like that. So again, you have to be there for the time to judge influence. If you go and listen to the other raps albums and artists who are somewhat big yeah. on the West at that time, no one was as relaxed, as relatable, as laid back. And I wasn't on the West Coast at that time, but it personified the West Coast when I finally saw it. It's like, yo, so many things were coming out of NWA or Ice-T or there was so much violence glorified. And Snoop was more like, yo, I'm chilling. Yeah. I'm smoking, I'm drinking, we had a house party. Fucking bitch. Which is like, his old like that's, some real, that's yeah. some real shit. He was just a real ass dude. Yeah. So when I went to LA, I didn't see people fucking fuck the police. I didn't see people just colors, colors. I didn't see none of that shit. I saw people like Snoop yeah. chilling on the block, having fun with a 40, just riding on the front of the bike handles. Yeah. People doing that in the hood all day. That's why he's influential. Because he made it okay to be an everyday West Coast person. And that's the difference. You didn't have to stand for something anymore. You didn't have to be a gangbanger all the time. You know, yeah. did gangbang. Yeah. You didn't have to sell drugs. All the time. You didn't have to say fuck the police. You didn't have to be super political or whatever or pimp. Like Ice-T talked a lot about pimping and like all this shit. Like yeah. You didn't have to be hard all the time. You can do shit they were doing on the East Coast, doing down South. Talking about going to house parties, fucking bitches. You know, chilling with your boys, doing all this shit, smoking, all just normal day to day shit. He made that cool. No one else was doing that. That's why he's influential. Nipsey didn't do shit, but talk about his day to day life. Nipsey didn't yeah, have to yeah, fake a thing. There's no Nipsey until not Snoop. When you think of Nipsey and his come up, I re I remember more of him selling the albums out of his trunk and Jay Z buying a hundred of them versus Snoop helping. I'm not talking about helping him. I'm talking about being Saying influential. In the music sense. Okay. In the music sense, the tone, the vibe, the laid back feel. You don't have to be animated. You don't have to be anyone but yourself chilling on the block. Okay, I get it. That's get all it. he did. Snoop made that cool for the West Coast. That's all I'm saying. He made, you don't have to talk about going to jail and every song. You don't have to talk about what fuck E40 was talking about up in the Bay. You're Ooh. like, oh, cars and low riders. You don't gotta, you don't gotta have a theme to everything. Like you, you're not in a box. Your your gimmick but is okay. I'm in the hood. I'm chilling. But is that because a, a lot of West Coast artists was like laid back like that? So was it Ooh. quick? Uh, eight. Why do you always bring up? I'm, I'm saying they, no, but they're smooth. <laughs> what's my mess? Uh, what's my uh? Subject matter smooth. I'm talking about just talking about day to day shit. Okay, all right. I, I get still the voice quick. The voice quick was smooth, smooth as fuck. The voice was smooth. There was always something you had. You had to be talking about your car. You had to be talking about the gang bangers in the neighborhood. You had to be talking about the pimping going on around you. You had to be. Everything was so sub. It was like y'all ain't doing he, shit today, fam. He was influential, like the even you know with the way that he he dressed and his hair and like yeah. Nipsey he still wore his hair like in the braids and stuff. Similar Super to influential, so. like I and again I think, I it think was it's bigger steady than music. Yeah, steady decline in terms of music, <laughs> like, but absolutely. the persona kept him around forever. And then uh, my other person, I can't knock your Lauren Hill comparison because my favorite album of all time is not hip hop. It's not anything. It's 
Alanis Morissette. Um, Ooh. Alanis, Alanis Morissette. Morissette. She got dark hair. Sorry, it was my wedding song. Uh, <laughs> um, isn't it ironic? Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Like, no. hey, uh, on your day. All right, fam. I'll send it. Listen to it. You right. listen to it on Apple Music, you'd be like, yo, this shit's actually pretty dope. <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah. it's uh, considered one of the greatest albums of all time. Right. On any list, it's my favorite album all yeah. time. She had one. That was it. Over. A rap. Just like Lauren. Never to be seen again. She's still torn on this. They turned it into a Broadway play. One album. That so was it. Need, I mean. And that's all I need from her. She is most iconic. Most artists are searching for that, man. That's it. You know what I mean? And, and, and it takes some people 20 albums to get there, unfortunately. Beyonce yeah, don't but, got that. But if your debut Ooh. is larger than life. <laughs> spicy. spicy. If your, you know, if your debut is larger than life, we kind of don't give those artists the room to put out a second project. But Lauren, how do you top that? I don't think Lauren was ever the type. I don't think Lauren ever wanted to be well, out there like that. She wouldn't have been able to do way. it without Wyclef, and they didn't they fall apart after that. They did. So she, there she, would be no. I mean, I mean well, see, no he wasn't like writing on it. Yes, I think he was. he was influenced. She was influenced. No, he was writing too. I think they fell out before Miseducation. A lot of, like X Factor and all that shit was about him. Like they would, you know, they it's were messing other around. She was dating. Yeah, like I think they fell out right before. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if. He but was I thought writing he was involved it, he... with that with the actual album, like as far as the writing and production and things like. that. I know that a too. lot of those songs were about Wyclef himself. They were Pros. messing around during that time. Either about Wyclef or Prods. It's about one of them. He was no. It I was just Wyclef. She was, was messing Wyclef. with Wyclef. That whole yeah. group was all fucked up. <laughs> well, shit. What's the name? Was going? I mean, it can't be no worse than uh, uh. High five with brown eyes. Five five with brown eyes. <laughs> uh, she was, was fucking both of them. City, City yeah. City. Claudette. Claudette was fucking both of them too. Really? Yeah. She was actually she was serious with one, and then broke up with him and went to the other. I don't know why oh, my mind went to the three LW girl. Just saying. Probably she just said she let uh, B2K run the crazy on not it. Even, not even the most important one though. So Who care. is the most important? The Adrian. No, oh, I think he meant of B2K. Oh, not you judging the girl. Oh. It's like, it's like, it's like you, know what I'm saying? you let the homies in the living room run the train on you. Yeah. 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 You ain't even make it into the club. At all. Like, damn. You hit nobody name on the lease. Well, I mean, she wasn't the baddest one either, though. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's fair trade. Fair trade. I don't know the list. I always liked the list. I had to think for lists. For you know who hide they list so well? Carrie fucking Washington. No, she doesn't. She has her lips very well. You can I watched hear a lot it. of Scandal. Carrie had a list? See? Yes. That's how well she hide it. Bro, didn't she even was know. In that, you didn't see that. that oh, when they, she, when she did that it. terrible movie with the white man and their yeah, son. All movies are terrible. Where they yeah. meme it and she got the teeth. Does Carrie Austin like got a good movie? Mm. I can't think of one. I don't know. It's a good question. She was good in Django. She was good and I think did I love my wife. Did she speak in Django? Yeah, she was the house... House girl, yeah, she was good in Django. I ain't part. never saw Django. Really? I'm gonna buy it tonight. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, not I was bad. Loud and wrong on that one. Django. It's on Netflix. You ain't uh, give us a, your uh, your artist discography. Oh, what? Work. oh, you what did you say? Oh, you said Snoop. Yes, you said Snoop. Snoop, Macho. Stop. You uh, get Miguel Macho. I don't know. Got worse. More albums they drop. Macho playing it down the middle. I want nah, I ain't gonna fuck it. I'm gonna jump. Nah, speak your truth, King. I was gonna say Lupe, but his first two albums I really loved. Lupe was more so like that yeah. was like 
Eight label shit. That was label shit. Yeah. And Mural yeah. and Mural was Tetsuo and Youth is a great album. That gotta be top ten. Top ten hip hop. That's the ever. one with dots and lines on it. Yeah. yeah. That's top ten ever. Yeah. Oh, Mural is one of the best hip hop songs ever made. That shit Tim. I saw him perform that shit live. Yo, I've seen that shit. At the House of Blues. Yeah. I saw <laughs> you. He was right there with extra Asian. Yo, that's just crazy. Yeah. yeah like, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe Lupe. Yeah. Breaks my heart. Just <laughs> yeah, he just started uh, doing I'm karate. A huge shit. fan, man. I mean, you throw fifty in there. Definitely. What about D'Angelo? Oh, three. Yeah, but I mean, if it declines, it declines. True. Brown though. Sugar was his best album. I'm not mad at the root, though. I mean, I'm not mad at Voodoo. What about his love child with Angie Stone? Look, come on, why you gotta bring that shit up, man? Why you gotta bring that shit up, and man? And fun fact, did y'all know he's only five eight? He's little. He, he looks mad short. He doesn't though. I ain't never seen him stand oh, yeah, next to anybody. Short. He doesn't look short to me. I don't know why. Where do y'all I... see D'Angelo? Like, where no, like, like <laughs> I don't know. Like when he used to perform and stuff. Oh. His kid looked nuts. I she showed he's me really... and I was like, what the? That's that's. He took more of Angie's side for sure. <laughs> now D'Angelo looks five eight. Huh? He eccentric or something? He, yeah, but he got a song out. He uh, oh yeah, artist. Yeah, he remade wow. his his Come dad on, uh, shit man. damn motherfucker. Who an R and B fellow? For me, John Legend. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's I get off wait that. For, to get that. <laughs> for me, it was John Legend. John Legend, John Legend only got one though. No, he had more than one. That's the exact. Get lifted was the shit. <laughs> uh, after that album, he got other albums. Yes. Yeah. Remember yes. Good Morning. That's when he turned into John Sinatra. No, no. What I'm saying is <laughs> he has other albums that you listen to outside of Get Lifted. I think no. I listened to the that's the point. It it all went downhill. Uh, R and B. Ooh, R&B is tough. R&B, god damn. I got to uh, say, Genuine? Yeah, yeah. Genuine went straight No, down. no, 100% was way better than The Bachelor to me. Yeah. 100% uh, was better. Okay, he got two and then it declined. Yeah. Joe. Right, uh, Come on, you be a disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> you be a disrespect now. Oh, uh, god damn. Uh, oh. Yeah, see, a lot of people have two good albums. Like, Jagged Edge had two. Did they? Jagged Edge got two 1. good 5. songs? They got 1.5. 1. 1. 1.5. Jagged Edge had two and then the decline was 1.5. Jagged Edge 12 only got 1. Point, wait, 112 no. got 1.5. No. no. Don't even 1. do 5. it. 1.5. They got I two and a possible, maybe three. 1. I revisited 5. their album. They got part three and half of Room 112. That first album is garbage. Oh, you no, bugging. Why you played that shit? You're that shit off. You're bugging. I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say... Day 26 has more good songs than Jagged Edge. Jesus. I'm not oh really mad God. at you. What? No, that's just a fact. Like, and I'm not even we a Jagged a Edge fan. We can do it first. Jesus sake, niggas. What are, all they got no, is... their, their first album that was is the band, There's wasn't it? No Skips. All they got Maybe is like one. Been gone. Day what else Day 26 got? Co-Star? Yeah. I don't even know what no, that's 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 that is. No, that's not a skip at all. That's not a skip. I'm going day 26 over R&B. Jagged Edge. Over Jagged Edge? Yeah. Nah, Jagged Edge got Ooh. some joints. That's disrespectful. R&B, that's... Cr- oh, fuck. R&B? Come on and go with me. R&B people will be around for a while. TLC? Yeah. Damn! 
Oh, that's different. No, because Crazy Sexy Cool was that was I feel like that was their best. Hey, yeah, low key yeah. they had, and then, uh, then that, was, the that was their. You sophomore forgot Condom album. Eye Patch was the first. Album. They didn't even get the Waterfalls to like the third album, and that yeah. was a terrible album. That was a terrible album. I don't yeah. remember nothing. But that was, was that uh, Crazy mail. Sexy Cool? Or no, Fan which mail. one had Fan red mail. red light special on it? That was Crazy, crazy sexy, sexy Cool. Oh, okay. that, that one is Crazy Sexy Cool was alright too. I mean, it wasn't that good too outside of the hits. Oh, I mean, most nights on the first most album. Most 90 out. Uh, what about your friends and shit like that? Yeah, that was. It was like two songs. What about your friends and baby? Nah, there's another joint. Uh, Bobby. <laughs> what? Bobby. Oh, okay. I, I'm like, what song? Is Bobby that? Brown, New Edition. Uh. Oh, New Edition. New Edition. Gar. I don't Here know. Here we go again. Oh my god! I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> no, but you know the the one joint got the one joint I listen to a lot now. Wifey kind of put me on that one. Uh, what's that song called? When um, when when I see you again? Oh yeah, shit? yeah. But that that's Velvet DeVoe. But them niggas can't sing for shit. Nah. When well, when I see you smile again, that one. Yeah. That's the shit. Shout yeah, out! For, like shout out song. for them for picking up Johnny though, because the rest of them niggas cannot sing. I don't think like vocal Not even quality Ralph? was what they were about. I thought Ralph was the vocal. What trash. You know, know once Ralph got his adult, voice, I was about to say his voice changed right. and it was over. <laughs> oh, dang, Bro, I, somebody somebody you can't did even a, control uh, that shit. Somebody did a uh, somebody did a fucking um, somebody did like a a TikTok of Michael Jackson doing um uh, butterflies. No, the. Um, the Jackson Five joint. Oh, won't you back? Is it? Won't yeah, you back? won't you back? As he got older, trash, terrible. No. Oh my god! Man, and I change. love Mike, and I was like, ooh, y'all over here ruining childhoods, man. After <laughs> no, he did it. He did it the first like uh, I think they did it when he was like eight. I want to say like eight or eight, and then at eleven, killing it. Once he started getting older, and the voices change, it's a wrap. Oh. New Edition still performs like the early shit. And I'm just like, yeah, Temptations Candy uh, Girl. I'm like, yo, it don't hit the same. Like, Temptations Review. Candy Girl. That's why I said Johnny <laughs> Johnny was a great pickup because without Johnny, them niggas in trouble. I don't know. Ralph the rest of them sound that. like. Yeah, Johnny was Johnny was a for real. He was the was only one. Extreme vocalist. Like, the only he was one. For real. The only one. Yo, on a side note. There you go. Can, I, oh. can I hear some of your uh, old school music? Ah! No, <laughs> like I, I've, uh, you just reminded me of that. Like ah! I remember you were in a group, but you've never played your song. No. Like, can we bring the old school smooth groove back, but just be your? We are going to take that offline. We'll <laughs> that off, off, off the record. We could listen to something. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> off the record. <laughs> you can't put on wax. Okay. Nah. Damn. Yeah, I've been wanting to hear that. All right, cool. We'll listen to after crazy. the show. But I was like, yo, I just. Because you, you got an ear for music, and I know you did. I was like, yo, she never played any of the songs. And no one's ever asked you about it. No, I was like, yo, so we just going to let you slide? No, like, they always be making like little, you know, little jokes or whatever. But I, I mean, had a nice little. Who had the longest with their, their premiere voice? Whitney or Mariah? Mariah? Mariah still got it. She just can't walk. Mariah got what? She can still sing when she wants to. When, when she can expand she, that diaphragm. Like, hell no. Like, <laughs> Loosen up the corset a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, they be wrapping her tight. Well, yeah. <laughs> like a goddamn mummy. But you know, yeah. you lose octaves. Like when you have children and stuff like that, as you get older, your voice does 
change. Interesting. I didn't wit I didn't witness Whitney in her prime. I was I was too small then. By the time I started coming up, it was kind of more pretty much. I mean, she got her a voice lot of, was gone by the nineties. Yeah, she got a lot of shit still out there. I mean, at she the height of the heights. <laughs> High to uh, height, she's there. Like uh, Celine Dion has kept her voice entirely. She hasn't lost anything. Uh-huh. I don't think she has any kids. I, I think know. her and her husband are so old. I don't think. Well, I mean, Celine kids. can only, only got to sing one song. Nah, don't disrespect Celine like that. Celine, Celine got joints. Just because you just know the Titanic song, she don't want she it with joints. Rihanna in the verses. Beyonce, nobody wanted with Rihanna. In hey, the who was the dude that was on? Uh, I was listening to it today at. Ruben Stutter. Drive at five. Who was the dude on uh, uh Maria Maria? He smoked oh, that shit. Yeah. Rob who, Thomas? Who is that? No. Somebody oh, Carlos, Man- Carlos Santana is Rob Thomas, right? No, that's a different song. I know different what you're song? talking about. You're she talking was about me uh, in the West Side Story. Yeah. He smoked that. You're talking about the song that came out like 2000. That was 2000? I thought that was like 90s. Was I thought it was like 2000. You, you're talking about smooth. Oh, smooth is Rob Thomas. Like he that wanted, one is a really he wanted them one dudes too. like came in, did his shit, and then it was like where he went, where they, he go. They said the dude's name is the product GMB. Oh, that's I crazy. I don't even know who the hell that similar is. Similar to uh, he was out on work release. Really yeah. <laughs> similar <laughs> to like uh, showed up with the, the ankle monitor. <laughs> similar like, back up. Similar like to uh, old, old chick on um, like the chick on uh, no, I think she she still comes <laughs> around. Uh, she, she actually performed with them on uh, on something. The verses. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't. It was something. Uh, Tasha, I thought she was in the group. Uh, fan. The chick There's on, so many um, people like that who disappeared. The chick on Keith Sweat. Cut No, nobody. That's from Cut Clothes. Yeah, that chick is from. She's from Cut Clothes. That was the lead singer. Smoking that shit, I was like, God damn. Yeah, people disappear all the time. But remind me of a West Side. Yeah, that nigga was killing. I was like, damn man. I was jamming to that shit. I was listening to the radio all the day. I was like, yo, what happened to Shauna? They were playing Ludacris joints. Her on Ludic- and I follow her on IG, Is bro. she still around? She's still doing shows. Oh, shit. Shauna, like, she just turned. The rapper. Yeah. She disappeared. Like, some people be featured on shit. Be like, yo, I thought they were down and then gone. She still, I think she still rock with Luda, though. I ain't seen her in two decades, man. Yeah, I follow her on IG. Emil. Body's amazing. I was, about to say, I was like, do you follow her on G? I like for her the meal in uh, state property. Uh, Everybody had a had a female rapper back then. Baltimore. I think Emil and uh Queen Pen were the two worst. Eve, she, what was she the, got her little meal ticket and got up out of there. What was oh, the yeah. murder Eve? Inkle? Yeah, she married the oh, she she married married the billionaire. Yeah. yeah. She's touring again now. She's at the Lovers and Friends Festival. Is she's she one really? of the, yeah, she's one of the main no, names. I think I'm performing, but but Eve has some joints yeah. though. It wasn't like Eve no. kind of got up in there and got mm-hmm. up it out there. And she's on the Roots picnic. She like back back. Yeah. I want to go. Oh, she's. I want to go. Yeah, yeah. I want to go. Oh, the lineup looks great. Uh, you blend right in. You just I mean, go. I like man. Look, man. <laughs> I think hip hop is in a great place right now, man. It's a, it's something for everybody, man. I don't know. You like the young kid shit. Yeah, like I fuck with Ice Spice a lot. I fuck with Ice Spice a lot. You know, after like after hair. you said that, what? after you said her LP was That's like not song. bad, yeah. I had to go listen to it, and it wasn't. It yeah, wasn't because terrible. the shit that um the shit that you know everybody be like retweeting on um on Twitter and all that shit is that that shit like she be playing with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. she does that purposely. But like her 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 EP that she just dropped, 
solid. It's not horrible. Like yeah, I, I not like terrible. drill, like Bronx drill, because the samples are really good. That I need a girl sample. She's likable. So, yeah, being able to flip a sample, like that's what makes Bronx Drill stand out. I don't like, like the Mary J. Blige one though. They sample that. It's some shit is hit and miss, but I, I I thought the EP was was dope. Yeah. Like I in terms of beat through. selection. Like what she's talking about hey, is you are, same you, shit. Are, you are uh you from New York, right? That is true. Shout out to the Bronx. So BX. Yes, sir. I recently I recently played back what's the four one one? The Mary J joint. Okay. I did not know how many samples or actual records are mm-hmm. within that album. Ton. So, you know, my antennas got them. There's an interlude on there. All right. Where Keith Murray is clearly rapping to. Shot you. How the fuck did they confuse that and say that was about Pac then? If the song is that old, is it just notorious as raps? Nah, because so clearly I mean, the song was done. Nah, so back then sample clearances were very different. So you didn't have to clear samples like you have to clear them today. Mm-hmm. So when you have a sample like that, what you hear is him rhyming over. The sample of the beat for "Who Shot You." Yes, but it's not the actual song. Like the sample clearance is one and the same for everyone, right? So if you listen to "Reasonable Doubt," Jay sampled so many songs people had sampled already because you can clear whatever you want. Yeah, and it just came down that that loop was so easy to pick out of the sample that people would use it. Such a simple beat, and that's what Puff did all the time back then. Puff wasn't finding necessarily original shit. No. He was just like, yo, I heard somebody sample this already. Like, give me that. And then repurposing it and giving it to his artist. Right? So that's one of the things where, even with Hushacha, it's related to Pac because Pac saw Biggie. He was upstairs recording. He knew Biggie was recording. That happens to be the song Biggie was recording at that night. And then Pac gets shot. And he was like, oh, two and two equals four. And then it's like, eh. Yeah, I just I I was listening to it and I was like, damn. But I was um I was shocked at how much hip hop is actually in, incorporated in that album. And that is her best album. By far. I'm gonna go with Share My World. I was gonna say personally. Share My World. Too. That's yeah. me personally. Share my world. I feel like they're the two different world? types of albums. What's the four one one? They are. They are like her style oh, completely changed. I like what's the four one one. I do like I like both, but Share My World is I think I was in love when that shit came. There, there's, no, there's, not too many, there's not too many. Um, there's not too many albums in the '90s that I go back to and I enjoy thoroughly. Now the singles take me back to a place. R and B or rap? Both. Both. Oh wow. The singles take me back to a place, but the album in its entirety. Oof. There was a lot of um, album album fillers at that time. Like you didn't really have to have a full album that was good. Like, if you just had some singles to sprinkle on in there, yeah. then it was perfectly fine yeah. back then. I mean, then, people but... spinning vinyl. You fit three tracks on a vinyl, yeah, uh, two radio edits, and then a bonus track, and that's yeah. it. You you eat off of that. Some yeah. vinyls, like, the album was just that, yeah. like an mm-hmm. album, like the piggyback. Shout out to Aaliyah, man. <laughs> Oof, it's tough. I ain't listening to a full Aaliyah album. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I can't do it. Not even after she got with Timberland? Mm-hmm. 
I don't think one in a million is garbage. It's not garbage. What? She it's, had great singles. It's it's up and down. She <laughs> like, had great singles. Yeah, she had Slick Rick on that motherfucker. For I real? like Slick Rick. Why are they putting Slick Rick on a after four page letter? Hey, it, it it didn't fit the tone of the album. But don't ever disrespect Rick. Rick, Rick and Aaliyah, the, the 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 title album. Oh my god, terrible. I'm not listening to a full Leah project. I, and rest in peace. I understand like there's huge nostalgia around her. And the way she passed, and she was a greater person by appearance. It's like people yeah. say great things about her. But yeah, I, I never got it. I no. never got that she was going to be like, ne- like, people were like, yo, if she stayed alive, she'd be Beyonce, no, she'd be Rihanna. She wouldn't. No, I'm like, I'm people need to stop doing that. I don't know. Is her best album got that man on it. And that one is not even that great. <laughs> no, it's not even that. It, it might not, be her best. Yeah, but, but it's not even. No, <laughs> they got that man. On. I feel like they, they I feel like they really, really <laughs> wanted funny. to make her a megastar because she was so likable, she was so beautiful, she, she was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, so people were drawn to her. But musically, she had access to Timberland and Missy Elliott in their prime, like with yeah. And they created "Are You That Somebody," and that was about it. That's all I need. That's all. That was about <laughs> it. I think I have like three or four joints together, five joints. But it, yeah, it just like Rock the Boat never hit with me. Like mm. there was some shit where I was just like, she's okay. I just, I, I didn't get it. But the she's the legend lives yeah. longer. And then the acting <laughs> then the was like oh, really. Oh, the acting was not wow. great at all. Whew. No, that was not the one. Romeo must die. Yo, think about <laughs> it. Time out. This is going to sound wild, but they it is what it is. Bob. We call him the spade a spade. Like, how much acting would you have to do to be around Jackie Chan and fucking DMX? <laughs> hey, don't disrespect Jay. Don't don't just don't disrespect Master Lee like that, man. And bro, it's his moves that get him in the road. Did roles. you just call him acting. Jackie Chan? <laughs> Nuts. Hey, that's Master Jet Lee right there. That is the greatest. That is the greatest martial artist in, uh, in in movie martial artist in. Movie history. They we don't even saw, look alike. They don't oh, look alike. They we don't just look don't alike. like to hear him talk. For a second, you put Aaliyah in Rush Hour. Nah, yeah. like, I was like, <laughs> just, just, just throw her. Put Jackie Chan and Romeo almost died. <laughs> my son was like, you know, my son was like, hey, you gotta watch this movie right here, man. You know, he he, he killing everybody. He's talking about Bloodsport. Oh, and I'm like, that hey, movie is terrible. You know, this is the in the best of ways. I love it though. I love that. I went back and watched it. In the it, best like, of ways. Remember, he was running from Forrest oh, Whitaker. Now that, that is almost scene. that is almost the that is up there with the worst. They fell off that the is boat. up there with Latino Panther as the worst <laughs> cultural do appropriation I have ever seen. Black Blood Panther was there is phenomenal. no way is that white man is going to fucking Hong Kong and whooping out. No. These born and raised, full-blooded Hong Kongians. <laughs> no, now, ever. He ain't being Bolo. Bolo was fucking ginormous. Hey, man, he's still yoked up. Now, no, if it was Eminem, day, you would say he could. <laughs> nah, man. John Claude Van Damme, boy. That, I'm talking about cultural appropriation at his finest. But he was fucking them up. That's, yo, I might watch that shit again today. You know, I like to... I, uh, my favorite John Claude Van Damme movie is the one when he was like twins. Twins? Remember, it was like him, and then he had like a brother that they was like twins. You was watched like some of evil? the worst shit. Wasn't he like, like a yeah, he was like the evil twin. Yeah, you don't, that you don't was... remember that one? No, you I mean, didn't wife. He saw that. You didn't miss much. <laughs> <laughs> Jet Li, the one was probably better. The that one with Dennis Robin was trash. Oh, that was bad. 
That was bad. Robin had like green hair or some shit. I mean, yeah, he always had that. <laughs> Robin the goat though, man. Hey, he had a crazy. I would never forget. Nah, I would never forget. He had Carmen Electra. He fucking he didn't do no he fucking. Had everybody. Wrong. He fucking disappeared during the finals. To wrestle. That's it. That shit. It don't get no better than that. Motherfuckers like, I'm going to Nitro. I'll be right back. It don't get no better than that. Carmen Electra, though? Oh, my God. Growing up, she was like the baddest to me. So I was like, Rodman? Fuck it, man. You're a Hall of Famer right then. Put him in a hall. Married her in a dress. Hey, man. That's the... Uh, that's double, me. You can really impact. do what you want to do. Double, double impact. impact. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, Carmen Electra was chef's kiss back that's who's your '90s crush, and I need wifey. This goes for you too. What you I like Carmen Electric, especially. Uh, remember she had a uh, what was that TV series she was in? It was like VIP or some shit. It's like a few of. Fam, I I paid attention to no uh, titles when she was on the screen. <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, you know. I mean, I was nine when I was in the '90s. You know, in the '90s, I wasn't even like. It was I turned young. ten in '98, so. So did I. <laughs> I. I mean, it was Topanga or nothing. Uh, Topanga was. Topanga is my pro wrestling really, fan, FYI. <laughs> but yeah, Topanga is. It was really Topanga. Man. She still looks great. I liked I liked an unlimited oh. amount of white women. Yeah, grown women, thick Topanga Shady now. Shady still can get it. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah. Oh my god. Topanga. You had like you had like five channels growing up. Did you? Like, no cable. Watch your girl with no cable. No cable, gang. <laughs> is that a local news yeah. lady? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember if it was a pay per view or it, or it was raw. And I stayed up, and I remember I had to sneak. Going, you know, what I mean, when you downstairs, and you, you know, you hear that, you hear that upstairs. You gotta turn the TV off real quick. But I don't know if it was pay per view or I had recorded a pay per view or if it was uh, fucking raw. Mm-hmm. But Sable had lost the match. She had to take her shirt off. Yes, and she had to. The prints. No, the handprints. Oh. Just black handprints, like. I'm gonna Google this. Yeah. Boy, look here, man. And. Uh, <laughs> the king went crazy. Sable, Puppies. Trish Daddis. No, nah, they had some bad ones. No, nah, this. Okay, so Spence liked white women in the 90s. Lita. Oh, my God. In the 90s. <laughs> That's a good day. Skinny Lita ain't here 90s. to berate you. <laughs> Skinny would have let in the you 90s was that one. <laughs> Wifey, who was your celebrity? Who was your crush in the 90s? Uh, Jet so Jackson, for, real. for oh, sure. Jesus. No, the famous Jet Jackson? Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Silverstone? Huh? That's nice. It was Silverstone, right? Like Ooh. the famous Jet Jackson. Yeah. His, in the show, he played the character Silverstone. Oh, I don't. Oh, know. you ain't yeah. even. Yeah, you, no, you ain't even paying cute. attention. Yeah, no. I, he was cute. <laughs> My man was in that. Johnny Tsunami with <laughs> the little That's hat. Nuts. <laughs> Why? <laughs> okay. And <laughs> Usher for sure. I used to stay up to watch uh, that. You make me want a video. Oh my yeah, god. My mom told me. I my loved mom, him. My mom killed my my uh, my singing career. I used to sing You Make Me Want It to the top of my lungs. And she was like, in her very, very calm voice, she was like, son, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, bro. Tired of your shit. <laughs> oh, and uh, Marcus Houston, the predator. Oh, Batman? Yeah, I like him too. Oh, and Romeo too. Yeah, it was, that was good. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah talk for LDB. I didn't well, like. like I was about to say Keely. I was about to say y'all your three. Keely. He was on the Asian when he was in the group too. Nah. There was an Asian. Nah. Oh, that was a. Uh, you was can like name? more than one person in a group. His mom took him out because uh, she wasn't she wasn't comfortable with him in the spotlight. 
He was on. Or the, probably he was on Chris House Stokes. Party Three. He was on House Party Three. She oh, probably shit. wasn't comfortable with uh, Chris Stokes. Uh, uh ha- okay. is it half pint? <laughs> Some pint. <laughs> Some pint, I think. But man, yeah, man, shout out to uh, HHH. Yeah, you have an odd list. All right, wait, I ain't judging you though. But like, Who, me? yeah, the people on your list, like, rest in peace, Jed Jackson. He no longer here. Yeah. And then next up, Wrong. you go. Usher. You go for Usher. He's been accused of uh, spreading yeah. some things. Well, see, listen. <laughs> are we going into what they did? Like, I'm just, I'm just as saying, they grew hey, no, older, no. we're talking about. I was like ten. It's just a judge of character. That's <laughs> all I'm asking. You know like, what? You know what I would love. You know what I would love for. WWE to bring back Sunday Night Heat. Oh, I'm Jeez. just talking about somebody about Sunday Night Heat the other day. They're like, yo, you know you were broke growing up when you had to watch Sunday Night Heat because you couldn't buy the pay-per-views. And then you watch Raw the next morning. And that's, and and that's the key. They were like, yo, that's the only way you know what the fuck happened on pay-per-views because Sunday Night Heat was free. So you have to stay up dumb late to watch Sunday Night Heat, even though you have school the next day because you can't let the people clown you. No. I'll be trying to get back into it. And I just, I can't. I just can't. Now we'll go to a live show. I'll take you to a live show and then, like, you'll yeah, get, get back me into back in it too, man. Because I really, I used to be <laughs> I, into I, it yeah. though. Oh, I'll get us tickets. I feel like me, every little black boy was into it. Yeah. Like everyone that I Everybody. knew, all yeah, yeah. like we it, used to buy the uh, the, the action figures, wrestle buddies, and we'd take the little grocery store uh, bag and throw them up in the air, and they'd parachute yeah. down until they get stuck on somebody's project. <laughs> Roof, yeah, I used to be into wrestling. Nah, we will go to the show, but the yeah, old, uh, that's how I used to put my, that's how I used well, to put my siblings stuff. to sleep. Yeah, Damn. wrestling shit was crazy in the nineties. Because another thing, like we reminisce on every now and then at the pod, that seems wild now, because uh, women's wrestling is so big again, and there's like so many stars. Mm-hmm. In the nineties, they let their women's wrestler pose in Playboy. It's a fact, yeah. and yeah. be ass naked. Yeah, like I couldn't imagine. Like Sasha Banks, who was openly bay. Like for everyone who listens to the show, like could imagine like people having a crush on Sasha Banks or Charlotte Flair now or some of those wrestlers, and then just being able to go online and like just see them butt ass naked. OnlyFans. Yeah, like <laughs> they just fired a chick for having an OnlyFans. She made a mill the next month after they fired her. Jesus. Um, wow. Yeah, because she had OnlyFans, she refused to take it down, and then it was a scandal in the wrestling world, but it blew up because the yeah. no one really knew she had it, but once she. They blew it up and was like, yo, we fired her because of this. All the perv wrestling fans went. She made a million her first month after being fired from yeah, WWE. But it's like, yo, I, I couldn't imagine. They st- China was in fucking Playboy. Shit, China had old porn. Though. R. Oh, R.I.P. China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 She did. I ain't watch it. Yeah. 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 With X-Pac. Yeah, who's my boy now? X-Pac. He's been on my show, Sean Waltman. He's a great guy. His, uh, his wife is uh, a black black woman and she writes television shows she's like one of the most popular writers in hollywood x pop probably i was gonna ask you this earlier who do you think had like the best rise uh when it comes up when it comes to coming up the ranks and wrestling yeah. i actually watched him beat razor ramon like it's one of the greatest upsets in pro wrestling yo then he went he changed his name to the one two three kid yeah i remember that watching that live um i think it might have been monday night raw mm-hmm. but like his come up from him just being, what do they call those guys who just used to come out and wrestle like the stars? Jobbers. He was a jobber. A yeah, jobber. Yeah, yeah. My, that's yeah. my man's right there. Yeah. He came out as a jobber, but he beat Razor Ramon, changed his name, and that's he it. just he kept excelling after that, man. I always watch, even when I stopped watching wrestling, I was like, man, this kid, like. <laughs> yeah, he was part of the clique. That's why they let him finally go over. So, like, 
he was a jobber, but the click, Razor Ramon, Diesel at the time, who ended up being Kevin Nash, Shawn Michaels, and then Triple H. And uh, they let X-Pac, Shawn Waltman, into the click, and he was losing all the time. So they went out there, and it wasn't even in the script. He just kept getting you know, beat by everyone. And Razor and him, everyone, they would drive from city to city. No one flew back then. And I guess it was in a car, and they were like, yo, don't tell Vince. We're just going to have you beat me tomorrow. He rolled him up and get the win, and everyone goes crazy, and commentary goes crazy because no one knew it was going to happen. That's fucking wow. dope, and, and it like, And they just made it. Like, they were just like, yo, we're boys. Like, I want to ask you it, again. Let's do it. I want to ask you again because <laughs> wow. now we're here face to face. Yes, sir. I want to <laughs> know if you changed your mind. I went back. Like, you, like, once you said it, I went back, and I, you know, I did my YouTubers. I don't know, man. You said, uh, what was my name? Animal and uh, Hawk and Animal. Hawk and Animal had yeah. the greatest pops. Road Warrior pops. I don't know. So, if you go to, did you look up W W W F? Road. I went all the way back. Road Warrior. So, if you go to Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yep. The Road Warriors. Um, before they were Road Warriors, um, they were the Legion of Doom. Yes. Or, excuse me, before they were Legion of Doom, they were Road Warriors. Yeah. Road Warriors went to New Japan Pro Wrestling, and people thought they were honest to God, like zombie monsters, because they never lost. They beat the shit out of everyone and had the face paint. So people in Japan, they don't understand wrestling is like fake. Like wrestling's always been presented yeah. as real in Japan. Mm-hmm. So they thought honest to God, they were like, uh, like, Samurai, like ghost warriors, I they were smart. and they came through. And the pops they would get yeah. in Japan, which I don't even know if you capture on real audio now, were the biggest pops. It said it shook the Tokyo Dome, which is eighty thousand people. So when they would come mm-hmm. out, you'd feel it sway. Okay, I got three. So I got three. Did y'all yeah. tell people what pops is for who don't know? When, uh, when a when a when a when a wrestler comes out, the 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 music hits. The music hits. The reaction to of the crowd. Okay, that is a pop. Okay, that I, I knew. I just know. <laughs> yeah. I was Shout out. Yes, I got three. I'm gonna go down. So three, I got Taz's debut. Okay, it was alright. What? It was okay. Two. It was in Philly. That's cheating. Chris Jericho's debut. That was super hot because they teased it. It was against the rock. They did the countdown clock. Yeah. That was and nuts. he's standing there. It's just the walls of Jericho. Yeah, that shit. One. Crazy. When Stone Cold came out, when Mankind won a championship against the rock. All right. That was the biggest pop I've ever heard. Like, again, that's unfair. It's, it's not a, unfair. It's a, it's it's, a louder it's, pop. It's loud as fuck on YouTube. Yes. No, and this is old. <laughs> no, it's, it's the loudest. It's arguably the loudest probably you could get in a wrestling environment. But the Road Warriors did it first, and there's no real documentation. So when people call it the Road Warrior pop, you just gotta trust that it was bigger than Stone Cold. Oh, no, but Stone Cold, oh, you'll no, never you'll man. never hear shit like that again. The glass breaks, and that's it. Everyone lost their damn mind. Every city that was crazy. We know Stone Cold. Every I had Stone Cold T-shirts walking around, and other people who had no clue about wrestling knew about my Stone Cold T-shirt. And shout yeah. out to WCW for making it worse. Oh. But it, it's one of those things where, like, those pops are, are crazy. I was talking to someone recently about the equivalent in music. Like, yo, who gets those pops in music? 
and can you compare? It's it stupid. So WWE's in the midst of a great storyline now where they're bloodline. building this guy up. Bloodline is guy Sami Zayn, whatever. So he gets good, really big pops coming out. And Roman Reigns got a big pop not too long ago. But Sami came out and everyone was on their cell phones. And people were like, we're never going to see those pops like we did in the 90s because everyone's so infatuated with their cell phones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, before there was flash photography, but like people were yelling, they were tuned yeah. in. People are so just worried about capturing shit on a cell phone that will never match. Same those. thing with yeah. uh, the scoring record. Yeah, exactly. Like with LeBron, record. like it the doesn't most, look the same, right? So that shit was came. That shit came and gone. We're so talking like, about in music. Like, do you still get those genuine pops in music? Because uh, Michael Jackson came. There's the Michael Jackson like the documentary clips. The Super Bowl and when he just stood there. Stood there. And they'll say shit for like two minutes. And it's crazy. And everyone's locked in. Like, can you still do that now? As great as Beyonce is, you are you going to get like that so. reaction? I don't you know? think so. And the same thing pro wrestling. We're, we're like, not, you, we're not, what do you not, ever get that again? We, the experience is the afterthought in it. So it's, I'm here. I'm witnessing it. Let me get it on my phone. And then I'll witness it later. No one watches but that you're shit not back. Really, no one watches it back. So I don't. You're not you're 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 not really in the moment. You're recording the moment, but yeah. you're not in the moment. Yeah. So I think that is the you know what I mean that is the difference. And like you said, once it's in your phone, you post it, and you probably don't even go back to it. Yeah. So you're missing the you missing the moment. I recorded Anyways. so much of Kendrick show. I ain't even posted. This <laughs> <laughs> is sitting there. Um. Before we before before we get up out of here, I gotta ask you. We gotta get on some nerdy shit right now. Uh oh. Your thoughts on podcasting right now? As a whole, yeah, I'm alright with it. Like again, eight years deep, I see people come, I see people go. I think there's always been a misconception of how much money is in podcasting, mm -hmm. and I, I feel like a lot of people come into podcasting because their other career ventures may not be working out for them, mm. and they think like, "Yo, I'll just be Nori, I'll be Joe Budden, I'll, I'll make random money podcasting." A lot of athletes are doing this. A lot of rappers, a lot of singers, like they just do it as like a last resort. I'm like, yo, it doesn't work that way. Like that's that's not how this is. Podcasting, and I'll say this to anyone looking to start a podcast or that has a podcast. Podcasting is probably the best networking you can get. Yes. For whatever your talent is, mm -hmm. and don't look at it for anything other than that. If you are able to make money, God bless. But that's not what it's for. Yeah. Podcasting is a networking opportunity. It's putting a resume out there and letting people see day in, day out what you can do and then inviting them to have open discourse about it. And it sharpens you. It lets people know who you are. It's a very raw, raw form of that. So when people, and we see a million podcasts, does it doesn't bother me because... It's going to let me know exactly who you are. And when your podcast isn't here a year from now, I know exactly who you are. You're a quitter. Mm. So it's going to tell me everything I need to know about a person. Because if you're in it for the money, you're, it's going to get boring to you. It's going to be a big commitment. Mm. You got to come here. It takes a, a good amount, a chunk of time in the middle of a week where you could be doing something different. I've done five podcasts this week. I had two episodes of my own on Tuesday. Yesterday, I went before my two episodes. 
went on my homeboy's podcast who records like by Valley High School. I had one right before I came here, so it was a little late. Um, a national one, wrestling one, talking about everything we have going on in WrestleMania. I'm doing this one now, and then I have two tomorrow in studio at the win. I'm doing seven podcasts this week. Mm. So you Don't good. get paid a dime. Oh, I was going to give you a little something, but fuck it now. <laughs> <Nah. laughs> like, outside of my life. But yeah. that's networking, yeah. right? Yeah. I go on every show and people know exactly who I am. I'm, I'm me on every show. If people like it, then they can find my stuff. If someone sees me, I got to ESPN at my first meeting. Everyone's getting there. We're coming into the meeting, blah, blah, blah. They're about to introduce who I am and why I was hired. Someone's like, oh, Kel. Yo, I love the show, blah, blah, blah. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks for listening. All this, yo, it's so crazy. I just listened to you the other day. We chopping it up. And then someone else I work with was like, what show? I was like, oh, I got a podcast. I just, I never met this other person from ESPN before in my life. They knew me before I even got there. So my persona precedes me. My resume precedes me. People who have never met me in this world know what I'm about to a certain degree. And they know who I am or my voice or they see me more than I can do in any other medium because of podcasting. So if I need a job, if I throw an event, if I throw something, it widens my net in terms of networking. That's all it's for. If, and whatever comes with that, money may come with that. Like shit, I, I gotten jobs here and there because of podcasting. You know, I've, I've done this, I've done that. But outside of that, I've done stage shows and live shows and that shit's really dope and gotten free tickets to we're stuff. On, and, we were on the way... Our yeah. first one was on your card. Yeah, yeah but it, and it's shit like that. Like when um, Lovers and Friends, I looked at the Roots picnic. They have a podcasting stage. Mm -hmm. When a thing like Lovers and Friends, and I know uh, whatever the one is downtown every year. Life is, Life is Beautiful. They have a podcast stage. I'm sure Lovers and Friends will eventually. Y'all will be on that. So you won't have to pay for a ticket to go to those festivals. People will go there and watch you. It'll heighten your platform. Whether whatever they pay you or not, they're not gonna pay you like the talent there. They give you a little bit of bread, but you get a free ticket. You do this, it's networking. New people see you. Your name's on a marquee. That's where it's going. It's all about the networking. Mm -hmm. So when you do that, okay, now then, what do you do with it, right? Because what, regardless of what stage or what venue Macho is on, like he's Macho. So now, the more ears, the more people that can hear him, understand who he is. Understand like, yo, I want to check out his comedy. I want to check out his comedy. Yeah. Listen to his show. So, like, shit like that, like, it's only a networking opportunity. That's what podcasting is. And a lot of people don't see it like that. That's why they quit. That's why they give up. That's why they're like, oh, where's the money? And they chase the next thing for money. If you're chasing something for money, you're never going to catch it. Ever. Track that shit. So, like, the, the, money, the money never comes with when you're doing the work. Like, I, I worked for years for little to no money. Then a little bit of money came. And then I worked a lot more years for a little, little more and a little more. I'm at the place now where I'm cool, like I feel good, more money to come. Uh, but like now I'm finally getting paid, but I'm getting paid for the work I put in for 10 years. I'm still catching up on that. Mm. Like you, you pay me what you owe. You ain't even paying me to my capabilities now. As good as I am now, I ain't going to get paid for that shit for five years. So the, the money never catches the talent or the work you put in. I don't think that's what podcasters understand. But to me, I just sit back and watch. And if people have the dedication... It takes a long time to get good at this. People think you just get a mic, you good. You're a successful podcast. I listen to it and be like, these people suck. Yeah. Technically, they suck. They've never been to broadcasting school. They don't know how to set stuff up. Not that's the end all be all. But when you go, you you hear little things. If you're an engineer musically, or if you're 
a musician and you go in and you hear shit in the song, you'd be like, this person fucking sucks technically. Yeah. They, they, they got a hit record, but this shit is mixed horribly. Or this, like, I hear that in podcasts. Like, yo, these two people suck. They got mad money. But this shit, like, I can't listen to this shit. So there's, there's a lot of those out there and you could be that, but you're going to be a flash in the pan. I've seen those come and go. I've been on big networks. Right? Like, I, I mean, I started, shout out to Combat Jack. Like, we, we started on a huge mm. network. And I've seen shows go, come and go there. Show, Tax Stone's in prison. Yeah. That was the hottest show for a second when I was on that network. Like, I, I've outlasted so many people who are the hot thing here or making this much money there. It's like, Bam, if you do it for that, you're going to come in, you're going to make a little dough, and you're going to be out. So I, I think people just need to know what podcasting is really about and use it. That's, that's all it is. Use it. Make this shit your next opportunity. Make sure people feel you and want to search out the other things you do. Yeah. What's your next thing? You guys are very entertaining. This podcast is great. But your live shows can generate revenue, can generate buzz around the city, can generate all that because... You network here yeah. because you built a following where people communicate with you guys on Facebook and IG and you guys always fucking laugh and everything gets a hundred comments and it's, you know, I have his crazy stories or your hot takes on music, and, you know, Shane is sharing shit and it's, it's cool. You build that community so now you can have live events and if that brings in the money, then that's where the money is. Yeah. And then the venues get bigger and bigger and now you get to do aux battles and this and that and the money will come. But it, it doesn't come from this weekly. It comes from, you guys come here, we network, we tell you where to find us, you like us enough to go find us where the money is. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. Some people never get to that. Some people don't want to do the live shows. They don't want to put in work and get in a venue. They don't want to have little parties. They don't want to do anything else. Yeah. They think the money in NL, be all is going to be here. That's not how that shit works. Well, shit. Uh, man, tell the people where they can find you at. God damn. Oh, damn. Uh, again, at Kel Dansby, K-E-L-D-A-N-S-B-Y on all platforms. Check out the show, Corner Podcast, on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Follow us on social media, at Corner Podcast, underscore on Twitter, at Corner Pod on TikTok. Our TikTok's actually rolling. It's doing pretty good right now. We're on YouTube as well. I always appreciate coming, chopping it up, talking to you and uh, wifey is always I like talking to wifey. Um, <laughs> Ivan was clowning me in the chat. I see you, Ivan. Next time, be in here. I'm beyond you. Um, next time, I just cosplay as Ivan. So when I come in, that's gonna be. I'm gonna throw a do rag on. I, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put the the pillow under the Mojave basketball jersey. So I got the little belly out. Yeah, I'm going. The, I'm going full the Ivan. Beard. That's it. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, Yo, catch me. Uh, Yo, I got shows this weekend. Thursday, Friday, Saturday at Notoriety Downtown. Um, ComedianMacho.com at ComedianMacho, IG and Twitter. Yeah. Come rock with me, y'all. I'm, I'm hosting all weekend. So I'll be come, there. Listen, come, 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 come catch up. We having a good time tonight. <laughs> all right. Y'all can find me on IG and Twitter at Shayna underscore Candy. That's S-H-A-Y-N-A underscore K-A-N-D-I-I-N. All right, man. Hey. <laughs> oh shit, it's under there, man. Just call me Spence on uh on Twitter, man. I'm glad to be back, man. This was a a, a great conversation, man. Um, you know what I mean? Uh I've been in a uh I've been in a weird space when it comes to the the pod lane. You know what I'm saying? I feel like um, you know, uh on the back end, um 
I'm not gonna speak. I can't. I'm not gonna speak for anybody else. But I do a lot of work on the back end. You know what I'm saying? This right here is the fun part. But I feel like uh, as this, this show, um, I know it's dope, and we've gotten to a point to where uh, bigger media markets see us, mm-hmm. and then it's it. It's like one of those situations. Like I know you good, but you can't be better than. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those. And I and I work around it, but that's kind of like the rut I'm in right now. Um, you know what I mean? So you just work around it, man. I'm steady grinding, man. And you know, I love this and I'm gonna continue to do it. Um, but yeah, you can find me at uh just call me Spence. Um the podcast pages on Twitter, views from the seven on Instagram at views from the underscore seven, TikTok views from the underscore seven on Facebook, views from the seven. Uh till next week. We're about here. Peace. Peace.